775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Two drinks a week, what's that going to do for you? I mean, that doesn't even get you through a day. A reasonable amount, if you're, I mean, if you're at home, you should be able to have like uh, four beer. That's just, uh, that ain't, that's just two more. I mean, I'll have six. Yeah, you see, I mean, I'd probably have eight. Good morning, ass family. My voice is still kind of in check. I uh, hope that y'all are doing good today. What a night it was last night at Globe Life Field. Holy shit. Look, we didn't win. Max Scherzer was not sharp whatsoever. But I got to tell you, I had such a good time, minus all the fucking walking. Don't buy your day. Look, look, we got there super early, and getting there super early, we, 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 I bought the damn parking passes online, and we parked in fucking Fort Worth. I got about 58,000 steps in yesterday. And, of course, the gate that we go into is on the complete opposite side of our seats, which, by the way, the seats were phenomenal. And I got to take this time to say thank you to Tommy for inviting me. Um, And it was Tommy and Tommy's son and a friend that works with Tommy's son who also works with Tommy. My, the biggest takeaway I had last night is now there are two Tommies in the world. <laughs> his son, his son who looks like his wife, and his daughter looks like him, but his son is fucking Tommy Jr. Oh my god, I was I was rolling all night. It was fantastic shit. But uh, good time last night. The Rangers lost, but. The capacity of Globe Life Field is 40,000. There are 43,268 people there last night, and we're all singing in unison. And, and Creed was there. The fuckers didn't play, though. How do you go to the game and not play? I don't want to see the Texas tenors sing the national anthem. I want to see Creed sing it. And by the way, they had the words up on the screen. Me and Tommy didn't need the words. Made me kind of sad that I know Creed songs so well. I mean, we were hitting all the, 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 the vibratos and everything. Oh, yeah. And there are 40,000 other people singing along. Come on, we'll get them back today, baby! That's right, game four is today, uh, 7 o'clock. Game five tomorrow. So the Rangers can wrap this series up this week. I don't know why they got to lose the one game that I get to go to. But it's all right. It's all right. Now, before we start and say good mornings to everybody, we have to we, we, we have to bid a, a fond farewell to such a great character actor. And I got this news last night at the movie or at the game. Burt Young. You might not know the name right away, but you would know his main character. His main character was Polly. Adrian's brother from the Rocky movies. I don't mind the missing, huh? 
And I don't raise you to go with this scumbum. Yeah, come on. You want to hit on me? Come on. I'll break both your arms so they don't work for you. That's right, I'm not good enough to meet with Gazzo. Woo, that's what I think of Gazzo. Now you're a big shot fighter on the way up. You don't even throw a crumb to your friend Paulie. When I go and get your meat every morning, you forgot that night I even give you my sister too. Oh my God! Oh, but see, my favorite character that Paulie or that, that that he ever played, Burt Young ever played, was in the fantastic film Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, and he played his security guard, Lou. No, I know, but the guy doesn't understand, you know. Yeah, I know your pop. Thirty years, he understands. He's a nice guy, and he's tough, like me. I'm nice and I'm tough. Oh man, oh man! The, uh, what a, what a great character actor he was. So there you go. Burt Young passed away at 83 years old. Now let's say some good mornings to people and let's get this show started because it is Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Holy shit! It's pre Friday. Holy shit! I mean, there's so much to get to. My gosh, hockey player. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. The good Darren. Uh, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Indeed. Battleborn. If you don't chew big red, then f*** you. Says good morning, ass family. Shit. Boo, Houston. Yeah. And we had, these seats we had, these were really cool seats last night. We were in what's called the Texas Terrence. And it's a buffet. Now, it's a buffet of hot dogs and hamburgers. They're a little bit better than the regular old stuff. The hot dogs were kind of cold, but that's okay. But they were big and meaty. That's all I cared about was they were big and meaty. They had some pork dish, and I I got a rule, no pork at ball games. Just like, just like no seafood at the fair. But then they brought out some chicken tenders. That was good. They had some salad that nobody ate. Popcorn, Cracker Jacks. Cookies, brownies. I had to go get my ice cream in the helmet, which I was very excited to do because I haven't done that since I was a kid. It wasn't soft serve. It was bluebell cookies and cream. But these seats, we were up right, right on the first baseline. We were like uh, right when you walk in, kind of that level, the street level. We didn't have to walk down to our seats. Um, amazing. I mean, roomy as hell and free Dr. Pepper all night. Ho, 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 Hey, Rangers, that's going to be a loss leader for you. Now that I know this place is here. And that's, and by the way, that's free canned Dr. Pepper. Yes. Oh, yeah, la-dee-da. La-dee-da, these are special. These are in a can. And I can put my own ice in there. Oh, I felt like a big shot last night. It was fun. Uh, let's see. V-Coop, next one here. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Go Rangers way to give the asshole strows false hope. Yeah, I hope that I hope that's what it was. Because Max Scherzer just wasn't start sharp. First start back since September. Derek. Becca. Derek. Becca. Says good morning, ass family. Becca. It's Friday Eve with ass and Metallica. It's gonna be a great day. Becca. Yes, indeed it is. You're talking to there he is. the Rolex wearing. Diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, 
son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Gotta love you gotta love that. Warbird in the house. Um I got this special video that I told him I'd play today. Um he says, Good morning. Sorry you didn't take a win, but what a game. Uh young with two bombs. That guy's uh, if he's not rookie of the year and Corey Seeger is an MVP, there's something wrong with Major League Baseball. Says I'm flying back to Alabama today for Tennessee Hate Week. No, oh, come on. I set that up so well. Let's go. Man, I hate Tennessee because, first of all, it's Tennessee. And I I, I just hate them because they, they they low down. Yep. They dirty. Yep. They some snitches. Uh-huh. And I hate Phil Farmer. I yeah. hate their colors. Old coach. I'm not a dog ones. person. No, old Smokey. I, I just hate Tennessee, man. Like, and I... I hate N- Nayland Stadium. Mm-hmm. It looks like a garbage truck it worker is. convention. And... I hate all their quarterbacks. I just I hate Tennessee, man. Describe their describe what you feel about their colors too. I thought that was interesting. It, it, it reminds me, it, and it's not that orange that you can stand. See, I hate Tennessee more than I hate Auburn. Wow. I just dislike Auburn. I hate Tennessee. See, Tennessee's colors is, is that it's that throw up orange. It's not that orange. <laughs> that throw up orange. Uh, have a great time at the game, my friend. And yes, as always, this week. Roll Tide. Uh, Douglas in the house. Screw your freedom. Says happy Friday Eve, ass family. Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Uh, says good morning, ass family. You're the best. No, you, Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Are the best. Chazman up here, ready to go. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. This is Ask Family, Dr. States, Joe Murphy, Friday Eve. It doesn't get any better than this. These are the best of time. Savor every single moment. Ralphie says, roll tide indeed. Roll tide. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says, good morning, Ask Family. Boo, Astros. Indeed, boo, Astros. Boy, and every time Altuve came up, I was just all over him. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. Can't worry about the Rangers loss because I finally got a letter from my daughter in boot camp. She's doing great. She says she's been yelled at a lot, but she says she can now tune in and uh, tune it out. The letter made my whole month. That is awesome. I'm very, very happy to hear that. Um, all right, yeah, there you go. We know, we know, Tool. Thank you so much. Kale! I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, says, morning asses. Looks like Mixler updated the Android version. Maybe it'll make it better. Well, I hope so. Douglas says, man, I like this update. It's easier to log on to the show. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I had no idea they were working on that, but thank God. Jesus. Well, Lottie freaking God. Trey Fire says, good morning, ass. That's awesome. Stink fist. I remember my son's letters from boot camp, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, Braddy, thanks for the swag. Send an extra 10 for shipping. Arnie, you have a hat on the way. I love this one. Hope you do, too. Well, thank you so, so much. Uh, I appreciate that. Gold! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! This is good morning, y'all. Arnie, for the sake of my hate for the Astros, stay away from going to games, you jinx. No! I figured this out. It's only bad when Tommy and I are in the stadium together. Last time that Tommy and I were in a stadium in a playoff game together was the 2011 World Series Game 3 when Albert Pujols hit three bombs. So, new rule, I can't go to Astro, I can't go to playoff games with Tommy. That sucks. 
And, and, and by the way, I will, I will get rid of that rule after we win the World Series. Then I won't care. Uh, Ralphie said, oh, wait, wait, sorry about that. Uh, free at last. There he is. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Sanchez, Sanchez family says, ahoy. Uh, Ralphie, that's fantastic, Stinkfist. Thanks for raising an awesome kid indeed. Doug, I have a company iPhone. They updated a while back to do an Android's version. If they did it right, I posted links actually open, which uh, will be nice to follow along. Well, very, very good. Christine! Christine! 16! Good morning to you. Victor, got your seatbelt on? That a boy. Doug says, so what's the deal with Creed and the Rangers? Well, the story I heard is that Evan Carter, the rookie sensation who saved the Rangers season, this kid came up, and I, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I was not happy when they brought him up because that was right in the middle of uh, when the Rangers were going through a real bad patch. We'll call that um, September. And they brought this rookie up. I'm like, you're bringing up a rookie? We're two games out. We've blown our lead. What the fuck are you doing? And Bruce Bochy knows exactly why I will never question him again because Evan Carter walked into the, 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 the clubhouse with a boombox of Creed, and it changed everything. So that, that's, that's the story I've gotten, Douglas, so far with the Creed. Uh, Jim uh, says, uh, oh, there you go. That is his name, and all while DJs, he will oh, no, that's, that's Mr. J's song I played there. But, Jim, I'll give it to you. He says, good morning. From the 916, Mr. States. Well, good morning. Uh, like, I hardly heard anyone talk about Creed in years until recently. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Their downloads have gone up almost 500% in Texas. Chasman says, I know a ton of Creed lyrics. Oh, so do I. Like, I ain't got that big a problem with Creed. I just hated the fact that they said, well, we're not a religious band. Shitter was full. Bad Hatter, good morning to you, my friend Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Fred, good morning to you, my man. I saw your pictures you posted. You did a great job yesterday, pal. I'm very, very proud of you. Uh, and I know how hard that is. Uh, Derek says, that's awesome. I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, my God, they changed the chat. Uh, good morning, ass fam. Oh, swoosh. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Rhino and I went to a Creed concert way back in the day. Yeah, I brought them on stage once. They not, not, they're very nice guys. Uh, Rangers killed Polly because they lost. <laughs> College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. Says, good morning, ass and Arnie. Well, good morning to you. Did they have good ketchup for the hot dogs? Uh, I, I don't put ketchup on hot dogs, so I didn't even look. But they did have French's mustard. That was fancy. And it, was, it wasn't in packets. It was in a, a jar. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> uh, ogre in the house. Buenos dias, amigo. What did I say? Did I not say Scott Stapp? I'm sorry. Uh, you mean Scott Stapp? I don't think Creed was still a band still. Uh, V. Coop sounds, sounds like another ex of Satana. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, my friend just got back from Memphis and was telling me what a ghetto shithole it was. She's never going back. Well, I could have told you that. Ooh, Memphis is dark. I, that, that, that's all I'm going to say. Ogre says, Tennessee checkerboards look like shitty orange and vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that shit that nobody 
and I mean absolutely positively nobody likes. Uh-oh, she is awakened. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only Braddy Kid is all up in the house. Somewhere out there, there's a tree working very hard to produce oxygen so that you can breathe. Yeah. I think you should go and apologize for it. Boy, you are already in a mood. Good morning to you. Stinkfist says, luckily for Alabama, Joe Milton is the reason why my Vols will not win that game. Horrible quarterback. <laughs> I think it's going to – I look, I think Alabama wins that game. I don't think it's going to be as easy as Alabama fans want it to be because both teams are kind of on the slide this year, which, by the way, I don't mind seeing. Uh, Hot Mama. Fuck your mama. Says, good morning, asshole. Good morning to you. Uh, Kyle says, I hate Mixler. Sunshine State says, good morning, Casa de la Ass. Well, buenos dias to you, my friend. If you ever watch Eastbound and Down walking on the baseball field with a boombox, it's a Kenny Powers move. And Scott is all up in the house. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Good morning to you, my friend. Um, Let's get this show started, shall we, with the catastrophe that was yesterday. Lots and lots of questions to ask. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of questions to ask. One of my son's Taekwondo coaches is a Vols fan. I was going to talk shit to him at Potluck, but, well, I don't feel like getting my ass handed to me. Smart move. Smart move. Know your audience. How do you decide when to include It's a Negro? I wait in suspense every time. I try not to because I I, I like that the, the I... Oh, my lucky stars, a Negro. I like just the old My Lucky Stars, and then I always give her a new sound effect every day. Uh, but but every once in a while, I let it go through, like... Oh, my lucky stars, a Negro. So there you go. Red and white, by the way. Good you morning. the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Yes, yes, indeed, you are. Uh, whitewashed. <laughs> Says, good morning, everyone. Happy Joe, the Icebox Murphy Day. Ooh, I like that nickname for him. He's the Icebox... Now, I want y'all to go back in time, just a little bit, not very far whatsoever. There you go. The year is 2021. The date is January the 7th. Now, you remember Donald Trump was out speaking and he gave a, a speech And a lot of people said, oh, he told people to go and do the things at the Capitol building to storm in, which he did not do. But people went in, and they were allowed to go in. And we remember seeing that one image of of a woman who had a gun pointed at her, who they said, if you jump through that window, we're going to shoot you. And she jumped through the window, and they shot her. Now... Do you remember the aftermath of that where the Homeland Security was hunting people down? The, the fellow with the moose hat lodge or moose lodge hat on and the guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. You remember that? You remember that? I remember that. And they arrested him. Some guy in Wiley, Texas got found all on face res- recognition shit. That's a whole other ball game to talk about right there, how technology is fucking going to ruin us. Um, 
But yesterday, yesterday, now yesterday would be, hold on a second here, that would be October 18th, 2023. This is not a day that's going to go down in history. Why? Because nobody wants it to. Yesterday, hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters surged on the U.S. Capitol complex demanding a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Capitol Police, which tightened security in advance of the protest, said an unspecified amount of demonstrators were arrested, including at least three on charges of assaulting police officers. Um, I, uh, only three? This is inside the Capitol Rotunda, where they're all sitting down. And they wouldn't leave. And here's the best part. These people are cheering terrorists. That's who they're cheering. These are pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas people. Safety guy, uh, happy Joe Murphy Day. Oh, uh, good morning, safety guy. How are you, my friend? Safe light repair, safe light replace. So why is it only three people were arrested yesterday? When we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and man hours hunting people down who surged, who caused an insurrection, is this not the definition of an insurrection? By the way, a few weeks ago, the same thing happened, different group of people, and then Speaker of the House, whatever that guy's name is, Mike McCarthy. Remember, and they, were, they, they, they insurrected his office and had to be removed? Why are these people not in Leavenworth? Why are these people not send, spending federal time? Democrats, uh, it's okay when we do it. See, I, I, and, I, and I get that, and I, I, I get it. I'm starting to get to that point where I don't even want to fucking joke about it anymore because I think it's absolutely, positively ridiculous that there are two sets of laws in this country, and it's not for the haves and have-nots anymore. It's for the guilty whites and then the non-guilties. The guilty whites, the liberals, the fucking pussies of this world. You have your laws and your, oh, oh, that's too bad that happened to you. (laughs) He's kidding, but he says January 6th was so much worse. It was the worst day in American history. Safety guy says bullets don't discriminate. No, no, they don't. And I want to know why these people were not hogtied, taken out of there, gassed. Maced, tased. So what is anyone here uh, planning on doing about it other than saying vote? I'm ready to start whooping some ass. Don't have an insurrection anywhere around me. I, I, I'm tired. And, and you're absolutely right, Ogre, for saying that because I know I, I fucking spew this shit all the time. 
It's time to stand up. Where's the media? Where is the media complicitness or complicity in this? Media is hardly covering this. Shit. If I had if I could organize enough people, I would go to all the sponsors of every major news network and go, "You're sponsoring lies on television." Or maybe I'll produce it as half truths because those are lies as well. Sawyer's dad. Says, good morning, Arnie. I was thinking the same thing yesterday. A man was sentenced to 18 years for January 6th. I hope some of these terrorist sympathizers get the same. They won't. They won't. They'll probably get medals. I was told to investigate someone who jokingly posted on Facebook that he was in D.C. on January 6th. One of my many reasons I retired. I don't blame you. What's this video? Okay, so we have an ins- That kook. Um, and there have been rallies all over the place. There was a rally in Dallas the other day. and I asked Tommy, I said, did you see that rally in Dallas? He goes, no, no, good thing I didn't. I would have drove through it. Uh, Red and White says, uh, I want to fuck Palestine t- sh- t-shirt, Rhino. Rhino, you here? Yeah, 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 there's a request. It's t-shirt time? 12 tennis t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 tennis. Covered Bridge Festival it's in Indiana, t-shirt baby. T-shirt time. Kicking ass time. and taking names. It's t-shirt time. We'll get back to it. When Rhino gets here, I'll make sure that... that, that yeah, all you got to do, uh, Red and White, is go to 4t5printing.com. Tell them you're an ass family member. Tell them you're red, white, uh, 530. Tell them what you want, and he can make it happen. Used to be that if you support a terrorist, you were at minimum put on the FBI watch list or charged with treason. Well, that wasn't the biggest bullshit from yesterday. Now they actually have footage. They have footage released that shows the rocket fired over a hospital in Gaza just moments before an explosion killed hundreds. It comes from the uh, Israeli military shared footage of analysis that they say that they are not responsible, and the video clip shows they are not responsible for the bomb. It was somebody from Hamas that misfired it, and it hit the hospital and killed 500 people. Yet Israel's being blamed for it, and our leaders are trying to say, oh, well, this is Israel. Just uh, they're, they're, this is, These are war crimes. Huh? These are war crimes? Well, well is uh, not attacking innocent people at a festival war crimes? I mean, and if you're going to charge somebody with war crimes, you got to charge the guy who shot the rocket wrongly. With war crimes. I'm just going to tell you right now. I wish, and we, we got to talk about our, our, our fucking idiot leader in a couple seconds. I say we just get out of Israel's way. 
We we pull the blackjack dealer thing where we clap our hands together and shows our empty hands, and that way Bubba knows I don't have any food left. Um. Um. Uh, it actually landed in the hospital parking lot. Doubt it killed 500 people. People, our leader, our head coach. Remember, this was a game with teams. Yeah. <laughs> Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes. People know me. Yeah, you are. You 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 really are a, a big deal, Triple T, my man. Uh, no more bets. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Clap the hands. No more bets. I want to get out of Israel's way. I want to pull everybody back a little bit and say, y'all just do what y'all do. We got popcorn. Maybe I, maybe I can get those buffet seats at, at Globe Life to watch the this unravel. Probably good Vince McMahon isn't in charge of creative. He'll probably have someone paraglide into war games next month. Well, yesterday it was great because Iran has been coming out and they've been talking their shit. They're saying, hey, you know, oh, oh, by the way, by the way, here's something really cool to hear. North Korean weapons were used by Hamas during the Israeli attacks. <laughs> what? <laughs> North Korea's jumping in? Well, and Iran has come out, and they said, hey, man, hey, dude, we're coming to get you. We ain't fucking around with you no more. And Israel, being the badass motherfuckers they are, all they did was put up a meme, and it's from the Matrix, when Keanu Reeves does his fingers, and, and, and it's pretty much just, he's saying what, where did you damn go? Oh, come on. Oh, there it is. He just looked, and, and, and this is the move. Don't sing it. Bring it. Oh, he's waving them in. The Israelis are waving them home. Come on, Iran. We'll take you to the promised land. Hamas is visiting Freedom Fireworks, Phantom Fireworks, Red Devil, anything they can get their camel-banging fingers on. Uh, let's see. Uh, where did I, I saw another story that I wanted to talk about just real quick before I go into Captain Stupid. Boy, oh boy. He has lost his ever-loving fucking mind. Let's see. Rashida Tlaib ignores UN's intel about Gaza hospital, sides with Hamas over Biden administration. That's what's called treason. How about we string her ass up? <laughs> Let's send the Colombian hippos to Iran. Man, oh man, if we could do that, that would be fantastic. A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Yes, but Iran should. Uh, let's see, where is this story at? Harvard students, fags. Omar warns about misinformation about Israel war after blaming IDF for Gaza hospital. She's an idiot. Uh, where else we got here? Oh, this is the one I want to talk about. John Fetterman has turned on the squad. 
John Fetterman, our man with the plan. You all should need to know that. Oh. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. I, I do support fracking, and I don't. I don't. I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. John Fetterman issued strong statement in support of Israel yesterday, saying, quote, Who would take the word of a group that just massacred innocent Israeli civilians over our key ally? I always stand with Israel and look forward to supporting any military intelligence or humanitarian aid to get the job done. He pretty much walked over there put his shriveled-up ball sack on fucking Rashida Tlaib and Emar Oman and said, Have a lick, girls. Good God. But my favorite thing that happened of all yesterday... Now, I have to find all my sound effects for this. Uh... Oh, I'm going to be so, oh, there it is, okay. I knew I had it in here somewhere. All right. Oh, boy, Joe Biden. By the way, if, if this isn't enough to get him kicked out of office, this is a minute and 36 seconds that sounds and feels like two and a half hours. Virtually every mass shooting, every circumstance where a large number of people have been victimized and lost, I spoke to them. I learned a long time ago what you've all learned in your life. When someone's going through something, it was beyond their comprehension that they ever thought they'd have to go through. If they see someone who they think understands or maybe they through something not the same but similar, it gives them some sense of hope. And I always get criticized sometimes on my staff because when I go to these events, I stay for three or four hours to answer all their questions. But it matters. It matters a lot. And look, I'm talking, some of you have gone through a hell of a lot more than I've gone through, and a lot more than other people have gone through, and you understand. So it's just, it's just, uh, people are looking for just something to grab, something that gives them some sense, sense of hope. And that's, if I can do a little bit of that, then it's, you know, it's worth doing for me. So. What, what the fuck did you just say? Huh? What, what, what? Huh? I, I, I. You were literally too stupid to insult. I, I, I. He was asked about, 
He equated the war to a mass shooting where he's talked to everybody involved for three or four hours. Oh, my God. Pete says, Jesus, that was almost as painful as listening 24 hours of 104.7. He sounds like a demented old man sitting on a park bench talking to his deaf friend feeding the ducks. This is like a toast. This is the way the this part right here. Hold on. Like, he reaches his hand. I'll share this with y'all and you can watch it. And by the way, there's something wrong with his chin, too. He's got like two dog testicles on his ta- on his chin. I'm talking, some of you have gone through a hell of a lot more than I've gone through and a lot more than other people have gone through. And you understand. So it's just, it's just, uh, you want to reach out. People are looking for just something to grab. Grab and he's like reaching out. That's a speech your drunk, senile grandfather gives at Christmas dinner. Papa, do you want to say a few words? <sighs> After Papa has just completely butchered the Christmas goose. For you people that eat goose, I, I, I don't know. I've never had goose. Not that I know of. He does not make me feel safe as an American. Thank God I live in Texas. Fuck Tardo in Dearborn saying it's Israel too. Uh, Rev, if you don't carry uh, living where you possibly should start, yeah, no shit. Um, No Christmas ham for AIG, no, no, fuck that. Yes, the Palestinian Israels are just going through the stuff. Uh, this guy, I, I just don't understand him. Come on, man. Shut up. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. I mean, literally, I did say... What, what the fuck did you just say? When I... Because I, I got the alert of this while I was at the ball game last night. And 42,000 screaming Ranger fans. And we never gave up. Look, we were out of the game early. But, man, we kept plugging away, kept plugging away. And that stadium was loud all night long. And I saw this video, and I put it up to my ear, and I couldn't hear it. So I sent it to myself. And as soon as I got home last night, I watched it. I was like, holy Jesus. Uh, well, what, what the fuck did you just say? I mean, he has lost it. There is too much stuff going on. V. Coop says the real news is Sting is having his retirement match next year, and Ric Flair is probably stretching and warming up. Now, I got home last night, probably around midnight, and I had AEW on, so I had to fast forward through all the crap. Which means I, I fast-forwarded through about 58 minutes worth of stuff. I did watch some of the Sting stuff. He's retiring at Revolution. Does anybody know what happened in the main event? Oh, oh, I know. Juice Robinson won, right? So we got a Juice Robinson-MJF match last next week. Shocking. Hey, Cowboy. Hey, Sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. Well, good morning. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning to you. I bet Biden eats urinal cakes. No, they put up a sign that says, Don't eat the mints. Oh, okay. 
we were, we were coming home last night. It was so funny because Tommy and his son, little, I, I, I'm just going to call him 2.0. I, I, well, I can't call him 2.0 because I despise that. The next generation of Tommy. We were talking about Joe Biden's dog. He's like, and, and he his voice isn't deep like Tommy's is yet. Um, but he's like, shit, man. If I was in the Secret Service, I'd have shot that fucking dog. And I was just, I, I last night I got to, I got to do so. I got to sit back and just enjoy watching this next generation of Tommy grow up. Oh, it's fantastic! It is fantastic. And he was asking me. He's he's thinking about starting a podcast for what he does for a living. Same thing his dad does. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's talking about all the guests. And I, I was like, dude, you are missing out on t- this. The most solid gold guest that you will have is your father. There is nobody better than him. And it was just so much fun being in the presence of two Tommies. Oh, my God. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? He really is. Uh, good morning, ass family. Happy pre-Friday. We are almost there. Oh, instead of TL, call him LT, little T. I like that. Tommy's son sounds Asian. Even as retarded as he is, even he knows they're shitty. How old is he? I think he's like 25, 26, somewhere around there. Good kid. Good, good kid. Man, oh, man. It's so funny. It was just, it was so funny. Uh, all right, let's see. Um. All right, we're we're done. Well, hold on. Let me let me let me check the news sites if anything's happened this morning. Iran regime backed Hezbollah delivers ominous warning to the West. <laughs> Hezbollah says it's thousands of times stronger than before. Warns the U.S. Better and Israel. Do you know what's taking a big bite out of family budgets? Your your big ass mouth. Uh. The world will know that Israel is stronger than ever. Any oh, that's Israel saying it. Hezbollah officials warning the Iranian-backed Lebanese militant group is thousands of times stronger than before, and that the U.S. and Israel and other malicious Europeans should be careful. Uh, let me ask y'all: Hey, uh, Hezbollah, or what? Did. Do y'all not remember what happens when you fuck around with Americans? See, we don't forget. Maybe the leaders do. Maybe the current people in office do because they're bought and paid for ten times over by pharmaceutical companies, by every company that's out there, so they don't give a shit. But you see, when that wacky orange guy gets back in office, he does. And Americans care. If you don't want to see, look, this is what's going to happen. It's going to be sad. I'll never forget this. The first big um, quote-unquote terrorist attack that happened right, really in, in, in my lifetime was Beirut. When they killed all those Marines. And we took care of it. Handled it, Squashed them. Then the next one was Oklahoma City. And I, I will say this right now. I'm, I'm not proud of this fact. 
that I said this. But when the Oklahoma City uh, federal tax building was blown to smithereens, I was on the air in Reno at that time. I think we had just started 104.5. And I think I went on the air after that happened and said, I'm ready to go to 7-Elevens and whoop some ass. Now, once again, this is in the 90s. Do you remember what happened after 9-11? We had a friend of our show at that time who was Italian, who had a darker complex because she's from, well, her family is from Italy. She had a darker complex. And uh, she was, she, she got saved from being beaten within an inch of her life because people thought she was a terrorist. Americans don't care. Do something to America again. And I'm just going to tell you right now, those people up in, up in Michigan and Dearborn, those people that are rallying in the streets, hurt American kids and see what happens. I dare you. I, I double dog dare you. Because we are getting to a point, and I'm glad that Ogre brought this up. Like, what are you going to do and don't say vote? People will take actions into their own hands. There are going to be a lot of innocent people that are fucking hurt, that are beat up, that maybe are get, get killed. Because they don't believe, they, these people that are reacting, first of all, are crazy and... Secondly, a lot of those people that will be reacting might not be the crazy ones. They're the ones who are tired of our government not doing anything. They're tired of waiting on their government to provide safety for them, which they aren't doing. We've allowed at least of the 70,000 who have tried to get in, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say that only 10% got in. And that's 7,000 people that hate America and want to do harm to Americans. I think that that could cause quite a big dent. Just saying. Life threatening a tank with a stick. That's how it's sharpened. Yep. Uh, maybe ask Afghanistan. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing with Afghanistan. How about we wipe Afghanistan off the face of the earth, too? Sorry. Bye. You're, you're run by a terrorist organization now. Bye. Speaking of terrorists, echo terrorist yesterday. This is fantastic. Is there video? There's video. I'm going to love this. Oh, there is video. There's video. These are these faggy terrorists, these, these eco-terrorists. Yesterday, a French nun tackled one of the environmentalist terrorists trying to blockade the construction site of a new church over its carbon footprint. Here comes the nurse. Boom. She's taking him down. She took him down. Sister Badass took him down. Oh, she's about to whoop somebody else's ass. She was going there. They're breaking stuff. Hold on a second here. Let's play that again. 
Okay. Oh, I got this. Oh, I'm going to take those. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're going down. Buck Cowboy, sign her. That lady knows how to tackle. A scuffle with a nun forces protesters to let go of the cylinders and throw them to the side as he attempts to break away from her heroic actions. I got to say, we had, a, we had an interesting conversation last night. Uh, son was asking me, uh, what, what do you talk about? I said, we talk about everything. We talk about politics. We talk about sports. We talk about movies. We talk about everything. Wrestling. I said, and, and I'm bringing, and somehow words got it came up, and, and I said, oh, I brought the word fag back. <laughs> he goes, really? I, I said, fag is, and, and Tommy and I both do it, explained to him, fag has nothing to do with gay. Here, for example, how faggoty do you have to be to get tackled by a French nun? If I see this French, if I'm running, if I got the rock, and I'm running, and I see a French nun charging at me, I'm dipping my head down, sticking it in her chest, and running her over. Not this fella. He got nervous when he saw this nun coming. He pulled a Reggie Bush in the Rose Bowl and lateral them fucking things. Ralphie says, go, sister. By God, that nun used divine intervention. Guess those idiots haven't seen the carbon footprint of a windmill that's made in China, shipped to the U.S., and when it's done, goes into a landfill. Oh, safety guy, that's using logic. Let's not forget those, those, those the windmills, the big, the big wind generators. They're killing whales too. What? I just I want all the information out there. This is not news to anyone that went to Catholic schools. Brits smoke fags. Yeah, she says, you don't, you don't want a nun. You don't want none. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. I'd like to see this nun. Where's Dana White? Where's Dana White? I want to see this nun take on Greta Thunberg. Oh, the power of Christ versus Captain Dipshit. I'm putting all my money on the nun. Knockout. He's probably off slapping his wife. United Airlines decided to piss everyone else uh, or piss everyone who flies off yesterday when they announced their new boarding policy. And I got to say, this is stupid. United Airlines issued a new policy for travelers, which includes a perk for those flying in the dreaded middle seat. The airline announced the policy Thursday in an internal memo stating that the procedure that's called Wilma will save up to, are you ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? It'll save up to two minutes on boarding time. Whoa. Whoa. What, two minutes? 
Wilma refers to window middle aisle. And it allows people who sit in the middle to board before aisle seaters. So let's say, let's say you guys, I, I hope kids are different in this. But you're flying with your son, and your son has seat 12B, and you got 12A. Do you go on first, or do you try to go, and then they look at his and go, well, he's a B seat. He can't come on yet. But 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 he's 13. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. This is our new policy. Wilma. How about y'all just do it the old-fashioned way, board from the back first all the way up to the front? See, See, I could save airlines so much money. So much money. Southwest has it right. Like, I ain't going to mess with Southwest. I love Southwest. Get, get, get your boarding pass early. Say that you got a fake disease. That way you can get on the plane before everybody. Done. Board from the back. Don't board from the front. I know that you're trying to, you know, lick the balls of your first-class passengers. You can let your first-class passengers on so they can judge everybody, but board from the back. You see, if you board from the back, the people will walk back there, and they'll put their shit up, and they'll be out of the fucking way. I bet you I saved you just now seven minutes. If two minutes is a big deal, seven minutes is going to make you come. Parents with children board first. Well, not when I'm flying. <laughs> Who knew? Those uh, Some of us have anxiety when we fly. What I don't get is why they don't board the back of the plane first. Because they're stupid. Douglas, they do it because they want it. Like, like I said, they're trying to live up to their first class. You know, the people in first class who are looking at you drinking their champagne. Hey, man, I ain't got a problem with first-class people. They made their money, and they want to spend it that way. You go right ahead. We're going to the same place. You're going to get there a little bit in a little bit more comfort and probably get a little bit more hammered than me. Well, you're going to get totally more hammered than me. When I tried the whole hurt back thing with Southwest, they just told me to sit in a chair until my boarding group was called. Oh, see, you, get, you, gotta, you can't do hurt back. Anxiety when you fly. I uh, never understood first-class boarding first. Who wants to sit on the plane longer? Well, you get free alcohol. Safety guy, that's why. You get free alcohol in first class. You got to have at least a wheelchair or at least a cane. Kale, I did have a cane. Yeah, yeah, you got to use the anxiety. I'm, I'm a fearful flyer. We get on all the time. Never, ever told them to sit and wait for my group. Knock on wood. So, yes, so United Airlines, well, they suck. They're off the list now. And I know that I've spent a lot of time ragging California for their policies. Um, No, I'm not going to apologize for it. Uh -uh. If you were wondering if I was going to bring it back, no, 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 I'm not apologizing for it. No, I was just uh, drawing you the picture here. Um, I've ragged on California for their number of dumb policies, including... Don't stop shoplifters unless they have $950 worth of stuff. Stupid. Um, allowing people to defecate and urine, urinate in the streets of San Francisco. Stupid, dumb. 
Um, Open-air drug markets all over California right now. Sacramento, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, where they're also defecating on the ground as well. Well, I have to give it up to San Diego. San Diego is doing it the right way. Instead of polluting the streets with homeless bums, San Diego is allowing G-string-clad prostitutes to prowl the streets. Businesses are forced to scramble. Businesses have taken security costs to have warned customers they will likely see see naked women and pimps if they visit the area. If I'm told I'm going to see a pimp if I enter the area, I'm going to that area. I want to see a pimp in action. I want to see a pimp hand go down. Now, this is the bad part. They'll break into cars, they'll pop tires. We have had a neighbor who had his vehicle broken into multiple times and stolen tools out of it. Due to the Safer Street Acts, local business owners now need to hide their identity while exposing the problems. Parents having to explain to children why at 7.30 in the morning when they're going to school, there's two women in G-strings shaking their butts and showing their boobs trying to stop vehicles. And by the way, holy shit, that one's fat as fuck. Huh. See, look, look, look here. If you want to wear a G-string and lingerie on the streets of San Diego, more power to you if you're attractive. If you're fat and ugly, no, it's against the law. So you wouldn't see me parading around down there. That uh, that soccer player from Switzerland, she wants to be a hoe. She can come to San Diego and wear that shit. I would not press charges against her. That's beautifying the neighborhood. Add San Diego to vacation destinations for research purposes. I'd pay a pimp to say I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. (sighs) My wife doesn't like that I use the word queer. Why? If something is queer to you, well, that's awfully queer. Like, it's queer to have women walking around downtown San Diego in G-strings. Unbelievable. I, I you know what? I gotta stop I gotta stop with that. I gotta stop saying unbelievable. Because we live in America now and pretty much everything's believable. People are shitting in the streets. People are are, 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 are doing drugs. I mean, I'm starting to sound like the one and only. You're in a nightclub for God's sake. What do you think's gonna happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs? Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so it's no more you're in the club. You're in America. Let's try that. You're in a nightclub. You're in America, God's sake. for God's sake. What do you think's going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and then people have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. <sighs> All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. That's 3267. For all you people that can't spell. Um, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is up next. 
and we have got a whole kit and caboodle to get to. So uh, stick around. We shall return. Just as long as I can keep a lot of friends around me All it helps to keep a worried mind occupied I do alright till dark of night surrounds me And then I think of her Swing it, feeling up down to my toes, and we were swinging. Swing it, 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 sw
This here Thursday, this Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Kale says my wife flew back from SAC yesterday, had a hippo sitting next to her. Wow. I thought that was only a Colombian thing that there was a problem, but... A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, it shouldn't, and neither should Sacramento, but it does. By the way, if you're that big and you need to sit in the aisle so you're not spilling into the next seat, no shit. Bring back shame. Uh, my wife doesn't like that I use the word queer, probably because I use the term in a derogatory term like, what a queer. I use fag, too. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, let's call Joe Murphy, because he uses a lot of words, including the Joe Murphy word. Hello. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, my friend. How are you? Oh, I am super dandy. Super dandy. Now, before you and I get into the rigs and remos of the sports world, 
You told me about a documentary you watched last week, and it's called Life on the Line. Yeah. Um, and this is about degenerate gamblers in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, that's about, okay, about guys who say they make a living betting sports, which is completely false, uh, even on there, which I'm not saying you can't do that. There are guys that do that. Uh, but uh, but these three, but, yeah, go ahead and give me your, your, your take on it, and then I'll tell you what I think. This is my take on it. The guy who looked like Millhouse from The Simpsons with the glasses and the dark hair, who's got the yeah. fat, ugly wife. I want to punch mm-hmm. that guy in the fucking throat. He's um, a dork. Oh, my uh, God. I, I mean, the way he browbeat that kid who was just kind of like bragging that he's a good better. He's a kid. Leave the kid alone. The kid will learn his ways that he's not really picking 80% winners because nobody can pick 80% winners. Not even the fucking casinos can pick 80% winners. Uh, well, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, Joe. Well, I was going to say, well, number one, this is betting a minus one ten, which is eleven dollars to win ten or a dollar ten to win a dollar. Based on that, you have to hit at least fifty nine percent of your bets to 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 make money, to make a little money, break even, make a little money. You got to hit at least fifty nine percent, and that's he was betting these guys because some of these guys, some of these kids, you know, you really beat that guy down. He got really mad at him, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, wait a second, and that's when I kind of turned it off because I had seen enough. Um, this is this was my take on it especially from that dork and the other dork with the glasses. These are guys who's never played sports. They were never good enough to play sports. But they want to make money off it, even though they really don't like sports and they don't like the athletes that they're they're playing. But they think that they have this magic system in place and they shit talk guys like Stu Finer. Stu Finer, who, by the way, is an internet legend when it comes to betting, and he's entertaining. That's his first job is to be entertaining. And, right. you know, for them to shit all over that, and I'm sitting there going, dude, you drive a Toyota. You can't be doing that good at betting. Well, here's the thing, and, and the guy called him out on it. And number one was, uh, you know, was like I said, you have to hit at least 59 percent of your bets and then one guy called him out he doesn't even better his he has a tout service which the tout service says give us a call you know we're gonna bury your guy you know you like you got a book you're like we'll bury your man this weekend we're gonna solidly it's a five dime play but that's where he makes his money he got some tout service and these morons call it you know some of these tout services they'll just pick both sides that way, half of the guys they go, oh, dude, I called them last night. I won. They're like, they're great. I'm going to call them back. It only costs twenty nine ninety nine, you know, for a pick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And that's what he makes money on. The guy that said, you know, you bet your bets. He goes, you make your money on the town servers, right? And he's like, yeah, because he doesn't. And he was betting these other guys that were saying, yeah, I'll probably get about 80%. No, you don't, okay? He was betting, I'll bet you over the course of whatever, you, you, if you, you get 80%, I'll, you know, I'll pay you 100 bucks because it's almost impossible. You know, because the, but the sports book, the sports book is it, it it makes a bet on what I mean. We bet at the sports book; they're on the other side of the bet, and we're like shaking hands with the sports book. All right, it's a bet. Oh, yeah. They take whatever what we don't take. You know, the opposite side. Um, but the parlays are what parlay cards are what they make their money. They love bring on the eight teamers all day long. People. Oh yeah, they love it. They because and, and by the way, do you know how those casinos get built? They get built by the people that are betting. I mean, yeah. I mean th- that, that's the whole thing. Do you know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of the um, Al Pacino 
uh, Matthew McConaughey movie, Two for the Money, where Al says... We take all your picks. We reverse everything. You know, like one of them uh, Twilight I'm gambling again! You, you know, I mean... I, I, yeah. I worked I worked at, at a talent service where it's like a boiler room. Mm-hmm. And we did we did not give out half. Like it was Monday night football, Bears, Packers or something. We wouldn't say, yeah, we'll, we'll go you know, after they paid with their credit card, uh, backers and then the other guys giving them the bears. That way we know half of them are gonna be like, Yeah, we this service works. We would always have a play. And there was this guy that if you had a <laughs> Be some fraternity guy from you know Miami of Ohio calling, and he's trying, he's bad, and he thinks he's a superstar better. And then you got to call in the 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 used car salesman extraordinaire to come in and reel him in. You know, if you get a bite, this guy will reel him in. You know, and get the sure. thing. But the thing is that with this, you know, like I said, there are three types. There's only three types of professional gamblers. So you got to either play poker, uh, poker, uh, sports, racing sports. And I'm going to say, I mean, that, you know, that's really about it. I mean, you know, if somebody plays the slots and says they're a professional gambler, they're a professional idiot is what they are. <laughs> Those are programs that come out of the factory to pay back 97 cents on the dollar or 94 cents on the dollar. You know, the sports book is the one, that's the one department that can lose money. Because you could, you know, you could make a, you could, if you, especially if you run your own sports book, you know, uh, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you could put yeah. up a bad line or something like that. And that's why these guys would have the Cal Neva do their sports book. Because they, they can't they can't run sports. They don't know Drake from Duke. Yeah. You know? So, here, so, here, here's, here's my take on gambling. Gambling is, to have action on a game sometimes is fun. It, it, it makes the game a little bit more enticing. To me, it, it changes it completely. Like if I were to have if I were to be a sports gambler, there's no way I could ever be a Texas Longhorn fan because I would end up betting on them and when they lose, it would devastate me because I lost a bundle. So I I mean I, I just yeah, I, 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 I had a Sigma Nu uh, brother of mine. I was a Sigma Nu at Nebraska of and uh, you were. he was bet against Nebraska when we go to the game. That way if we lost, he had a winning he had a winning bet, you know. So and I would never ever bet against Nebraska. Ever. Yeah. You know, I, I don't care if they're getting hundred I mean if they're laying, you know, uh, or they're getting fifty points or laying fifty points. I, I never bet against them no matter what. Mm. But the thing about this guy was they don't bet professional sports. They don't bet props. He had a bet. Now, yeah. and I, when I thought about this, I thought actually you could <laughs> look at this. He had a bet on how long over under on the the length of the national anthem. Oh yeah. Oh, the, look the the prop bets. Uh, one thing that they was don't said, bet prop bets. Pros don't bet. No. But go ahead. One thing that, that that was said was that was very true was that Super Bowl is Christmas for sports betters. And not the professional sports bettors. It's for everybody who wants to bet on how long the national anthem is, who scores the first touchdown, who misses the first field goal. Right now, that's an overseas bet because, and I'll tell you why, that's got to be an overseas bet because Johnny Gambino's at home going, get a home of the brave. You better stretch it out. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, like, yeah, oh, okay. You know, so they don't bet like, you just, you Anything you bet on here in the United States, the outcome, nobody knows. Not the accounting firm of States and Murphy has the, the results. Nobody knows the results. It, it has to be played out. That's why I like the Oscars and things like that. They don't even offer bets on that because somebody knows, somebody knows the exactly. winners already. Exactly. 
So oh, then, I mean, I, 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 now he, he was only it was going to be a, a, a missed field goal, but wide left. Oh yeah, that's a pro. Yeah, yeah let's, that's just, I mean, that's just like have fun bet. Pros don't bet. I bet you there's a wide left kick. Oh yeah, buddy, you been around a lot. You're a well, season better. Did you hear his reasoning for that? Well, he's missed. Uh, he's missed fourteen or four this year, and three of them have gone off the left hashtag or you know the left goalpost. Yeah. You know, when you do that much, doing that much research into people and stuff like that just takes the fun out of sports. And sports is still supposed to be a little round table with the pro sports betters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. I I would have fucking blown that. One vagina that I think was touched between all of them in over (laughs) 50 years. Maybe one. And then they all saw Star Wars. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, All right. Let's get to sports, shall we? Last night, I was at Game 3 of the American League Championship Series, and the bad guys won. The Strohs won. Max Scherzer did not have his best stuff. Uh, they didn't get blown out. The Ranger and the Rangers kept playing. I, I'll give the Rangers credit. Josh Young should be American League Rookie of the Year. Had two home runs in the game. It was a fantastic night. So, Joe, you remember when Nebraska football was great, right? You remember the crowd. You remember the crowd. That was the crowd I last night. I myself to sleep with YouTube videos yeah. every night. Yes. That, that was the crowd last night. I've never seen. And I've been to a World Series game in Arlington. I've never seen a crowd love baseball that much in the state of Texas, and it warmed my heart. It was yeah. phenomenal. Every part of last night was magic, and uh, this is why I love baseball. This is the, the last night, even though we lost, and I was bummed, but I wasn't overly bummed. And it's been one of the, that's one of the first times I haven't been overly bummed. Plus, we're up two games to one now, and two more in Texas tonight at seven o'clock my time, five o'clock your time. Friday at five o'clock my time, three o'clock your time. I have no idea why these games are on Fox Sports One. I am stupefied that these games are not on Fox because American League, Fox Sports One, National League, CBS, totally ridiculous. But but of course, a couple of wild card games they put on free TV. Yeah, ABC. Really? Like really? Like oh yeah? But when it gets good, then let's put it on uh, uh, Fox Sports One. Not even Fox. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, it's six- so ridiculous. I texted you. You remember the day before? And I said. You think maybe Texas needs to get their their loss out of their system, yeah. you know, and they oh, didn't yeah. because they're rolling along like six, what, six in a row, yeah. and then already hits the game, and they... Yeah, they shit the but bed. But like you said, you had a great time because, yeah. you know, you, you know how to take in all the aesthetics of a baseball game. I, I, I do. I mean, I had I had ice cream in a batting helmet. It was fantastic. Stinkfist is... Texas made your plastic helmet with ice cream in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was a staple. Growing up, my dad and I had... Dad had season tickets. And every game, we would go and eat before the game because we'd want, you know, better food than ballpark food. And then I would always get uh, – it was always soft serve, but I would always get ice cream in a Rangers helmet. Always. Um, how about yeah. that home run your uh, center fielder robbed? That was an amazing play. Man, that fucking roof almost blew off last night when he robbed that – when uh, 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 Yeldy, uh, he took yeah. – uh, it was a great game. It was a good game. I wish. Yeah, no, it was. And like I said, even if you lose, you enjoy it. It's like you, what's the saying? Uh, you're too busy looking at the trees, you miss the forest or something yeah. like that. I mean, you, yeah. you, know, you get everything, you know. You get, So even if you lose, you know, it comes. If they had a Hall of Fame, you know, in Canton, you know, that's the football Hall of Fame, but Cooperstown for fans, you're a first-round 
Oh, the yeah. first uh, time in. You know, oh, yeah. First ballot. Oh, yeah. You and, you and I are first ballers. We're, we're Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth. If we're making our speeches, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, being a fan is the hardest job in the world. It is. Um, so the Rangers are going to Ernie, when, when he lost that walk-off, when he lost the playoffs, that walk-off, but he still had a full ice cream, and he still he kept, he kept in one hand while catching the walk-off home run, and then he threw it right back down the field. You know, the kid's oh, an all-star man. fan, I'm going to tell you right now. Heaney's pitching for the Rangers against uh, Uruguay. Uh, I, I want to check some green card statuses on some of these pitchers for the uh, Astros. They got some funky ass damn names. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah. And Fernando I was 21. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was way well. He never saw a birth certificate in his life. Are you kidding me? Um, all right. So uh, the Phillies are up two games. Uh, uh, it's kind of looking like Philly is going to go to the World Series because they're hitting nothing but home runs. But here's the bad part you and I have seen enough baseball in our life to have known teams that have gotten hot with home runs. And once that home run hitting is gone, you have no offense. And last night, I noticed that I think there were only two ground balls hit by the Astros last night. If they start to get cold, they ain't going to hit. And same thing for the Phillies. It's going to be interesting postseason. I'm just saying. There's a saying. There are no bad hops in the air. No. (laughs) Um, Joe, I don't know about you. I have... I have not been a fan of the Olympics in a while. I don't know what it is. I just, I I fell out of love with the Olympics. I mean, 1980 hockey team was magical. 1984 in Los Angeles was something else. But it seems like the Olympics have just kind of, meh. And now they're talking about adding. I think America has gotten a little unpatriotic. We're marching in the streets for Hamas, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They are adding five new games to the Olympics in 2024. Now, the first ones are baseball and softball. Why did they ever take baseball and softball out? Yeah, in the Olympics, there is no Title IX there, buddy. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't even, I don't, I didn't know they were gone. I mean, baseball and softball should always be there. But uh, it, it's yeah. it's coming back for the 2024 Paris Games. Uh, also coming to the 2024 Paris Games, lacrosse. Do you understand lacrosse? That is, well, you know, I claim to be an aficionado. You know, I'm like the prince of sports, you know, watching. You know, so like, I like blow everything. <laughs> I have 8,000 stories in my basement. Um but, but lacrosse, yeah, that's one of the ones I have to admit, because I'll never, you know, that's what I'll never try to pretend I know something. And if I don't know, I don't know it. And I'll, just, I'll tell you right up, lacrosse, why don't you just take the ball, run to the fucking net, and throw it in there? I don't get it. What? The, the idea of lacrosse for me, it's a big sport on the East Coast. I know that. Um, it's a bunch of guys with sticks and a really hard ball, and they're whacking at each other. Now, yeah. it sounds like a fun game, but an Olympic sport? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I, mean, I don't. I mean, what is the thing? I mean, say you got the ball, that little net, that little stick with the net. Why can't you just run the fuck down the field and fucking jam it down the uh, the net? I mean, I don't get what. What I mean, why can't you just do that? See, I, see I the way I would, I would call, I would, I would carry my cricket pole or whatever they call it, cricket bat, stick, whatever. Is I'd put the ball in the net and then hold that ball in the net and use 
my stick as a battering ram. And I'd be hitting yeah. people in the nuts yeah. with it. So Beast, I could, go beast mode on it. Yeah, and then go down there and then hit the goalie and then put the ball in there and go, I scored. <laughs> Shove it down like Shaq, you know, down that thing. I don't know what you guys are doing, you know, pussyfooting out here. Put that thing in the hole. You know, it's just crazy. And, uh, uh, yeah, and then that flag football, baby. Huh? Oh, wait, wait, wait. That, did Joe, Joe, shut up. Don't get ahead of oh, me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I'm doing this in an order. Yes, sir. The next one is squash. What is what is squash? Is squash is handball, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's racquetball with a racket. That yeah, you just hit the ball with your hand. Okay, so it, it, it's racquetball with your hand. It's just you hit, yeah. It's, it's, you go know, the same court, same dorky guy wearing bicycle shorts in there. That's you know getting a two-hour lunch, and uh, you know, and yeah, I guess you you hit it with your hand. I played a little racquetball when I was younger. It's kind of tough, you know, racquetball. You gotta you follow that ball around the wall, and then the guy will just hit it right in like two inches off the ground, but it just bounces right around the wall. And it's pretty tough, but squashes without the racket, I guess. I did these things very tough. I'm gonna clarify it as a sport. Okay. Um, then a sport that's widely popular worldwide, which it's that's not true. It, it's not popular in America at all. And this is the game cricket. Now I, I have I have I have kind of a hard on for cricket right now because they're building all these cricket fields in the Metroplex down here. I guess we have a gigantic Indian presence. By yeah. the way, yeah. we're nobody is ever going to beat India in cricket. It's, There's a I, billion I people I there. It's like it's it's like what trying to remember the Canadians in hockey. <laughs> it was almost impossible for the Russians to beat them. Yeah, that's, I mean, cricket, it's coming around. You see those it's coming. They're like broadcasting it, you know, and, and things. I don't Quick, understand it. ESPNW on the way. ESPN women coming. Oh, Jesus. I don't understand cricket. I, I, I tried to watch it one night because I, I like to be a knowledgeable sports fan because there are sports all around the world. In Ireland, there's hurling, which is a magnificent sport where you get to play with a crooked hook stick and you have to balance a, a baseball. That's pretty much this this ball. It's the size and as hard as a baseball. And you got to hit it through these two uprights or you hit it through a goal. All the while, while guys are hooking you and they're squashing you, and you can only play for your own county. And nobody gets paid. And and they have a Super Bowl that is sponsored by every beer company, and all the money gets put into uh, uh, the fields and and dispersed uh, around Ireland. That's a sport. Now, I'd love you to know, see I'm that. From a small village in, I'm from a small village in Chihuahua, and I fight for Gothic country. That's it. Yeah. You know, but how about the guys from Scotland that run with, like, a redwood tree and then throw it? Yeah, I mean, that's a sport. Let's go on that. <laughs> but I They're tried- running with, like, a tree trunk. Well, okay. That, you know, if you get killed by that, you need to get some glasses. Your peripheral vision is out. But, yeah, I mean, it's great. Stuff like that, I will give – a sport. Apparently, cricket is a lot. It's real baseball related. I guess it's it's real. No, it's, it's not. Cool. No, it's not. See, here's the thing. I tried watching it one night because there's three tiers of a cricket game. You can have a regular cricket game that lasts about three and a half hours, right? Like a baseball game. Then you got a cricket game that lasts all day, and then you got a cricket game that can last three days. Now, I don't want to play a sport for three fucking days. I want to have some time off. But I'm watching this one time, right? And this yeah. guy comes up there, and the, the bowler, the pitcher, if you will, he comes yeah. up there, and he does his crow hop, throws the ball, it bounces right, and the guy's got that flat wooden bat 
Well, that's easy to hit with. Let me tell you, it's a lot harder to hit with a round bat. He takes that square bat, and he goes fucking yippity-dippity yard. He goes way deep fly, and nobody cheers. Nobody, and I'm sitting there going, he just hit it out of the fucking ballpark. Next guy who comes up, he hits one, he hits a foul ball that goes behind him, the crowd goes apeshit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? What is, that's what I mean. You just, it's like when, the, when people like London and, and Germany first saw American football, didn't know when to cheer. What's going on? You know, it's like a really bizarre. And like you said, you know, you take what looks, it's supposed to be the crowd on its feet. No. And then what looks like a foul ball. <laughs> They're going nuts. Oh, it's so dumb. Uh, it's Chris- so ridiculous. Yeah. And if you, I thought I went into a bar. It was a Hindu mosque. I now married the Rajesh Kutra Bali. I mean, I was an arranged marriage. It was ridiculous. Uh, Christopher says, right now. I prefer a real man sport like curling. Hey, hey. Let's not remember, let's not forget the first lady of American curling, and that's Sandy Gash, who got it from her her father Harry, who, who was Canadian, who brought it to America. Harry and Ima, uh, the, the Ima Gash, Harry Gash, and Sandy, uh, a, a great American sports people. The last sport they're talking about bringing to the Olympics, this is stupid. This is dumb, Joe. Flag football. If flag you're gonna football. play football flag. in the Olympics, da, 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 da. let's just play football. But here's the thing: even like you say, like the the guy in baseball, the, the, the pro guys are like, "Look, I got contracts. I can't get hurt." Or I'm going to Hawaii with the fans. They don't want to play. It's going to be college guys that are, "Oh yeah, I'll do it." And and stuff. And and it, you come to football. If it was real football, really, I mean. The, the liabilities that nobody else knows how to play the other game. So let's see how good um, Madagascar is at flag football. Well, I, I want you this is what they say about it here in this article. Football is one of the most popular sports in the U.S. Flag football, a safer variation of the sport, often played by children, has never been included in the Olympics until now. Now, I want you to pick what's wrong with this last sentence here. About 20 million people participate in flag football at an elite level. Yeah, you don't want to mess with those guys. You don't go across the middle. Wait, 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 football. You might get a flag ripped off. What what do you consider an elite level of flag football that 20 million? There's only 600 elite baseball players in America. There's only about 800 elite NFL players in America. You're telling me that we have 20 million elite flag football players? I have trained for this my whole life. You know, yeah, twin league. So apparently elite means, uh, you know, uh, make sure you clock in for your job at Walmart after mm. the game. You know, I mean, I mean, that, that, that's like elite. You know, it's like, what is that, the same thing it says on your credit card? <laughs> your elite status on that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it can't be that. But I just, flag football, what I'm interested to see is how's Norway? Are we, football, we go over there, they don't even know what we're, they're watching regular football, but they're going to, hey, we're putting together a flag football team. <laughs> so, I mean, I- I, I, I just thought of this, and, and, and it's unfair that I'm going to hit you with this, but as a sports fan, you're probably going to uh, 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 have a couple ideas. I have two ideas to replace. Let's see. Let's get rid of I'll, – I'll let India have cricket because they need some gold medals. Let's get rid of lacrosse and squash, okay? We'll keep baseball, softball, 
cricket and flag football as much as I think that's stupid. Um, yeah. yeah. What are a couple sports that you would add? Because I'm going to add one that is definitely going to be won by Americans. I'll let. Do, do you have anything in mind yet? I'm trying to think. I know you put me on the spot. I should be able to come up with something, though. That's okay. A sport That's... I'd like to see in the Olympics with, uh, boy, do they have, not that I'm a big fan, but do they have darts? Okay, <laughs> I'm sure that, they do. Now, see, that's not a bad idea. That's not bad. See, see, and, and that would be an ode to the Great Britain people. See, but I want to keep the medals at home, and I can do a men and women's version of this. How about we put bowling in the Olympics? I can't believe it's not in there. That's a great call. Oh, America would dominate. I mean, dominate. We have the Nebraska women's team over there. Oh, my God. We have at least 60 million elite bowlers in this country. I know. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I bowl. I think my highest score, I think I might have hit it close to, I don't even ever crack 200, but I might have got really close. I, and I think I had an average about when I was, I was I'm like in a league and stuff. Uh, you know, if you, if you hit three or four strikes, you know, you get yourself what, an eagle? A turkey. Yeah. A turkey. Bowler. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've gotten a turkey. I'm an elite bowler. A turkey, yeah, the eagle. Yeah, turkey, I'm sorry, yeah. Um, Sawyer's dad says, do you really think Ethiopian, Ethiopia has the money to buy football gear? And no African country has anybody big enough to play the line. Jesus Christ, the Ethiopian line would look like a barcode. <laughs> I am online with them with some pop water out equipment right now. Um, and the other sport that I would bring is competitive eating. Joey mm-hmm. Chestnut mm-hmm. would wreck everybody. <laughs> Chestnut, come on. He's like the, he's like the, what, who's the swimmer? Is it the stoner swimmer? Oh, you know, he's uh, like, Michael Phelps. Yeah, he's like the Michael Phelps of eating, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I would love to have him in there. Christopher says, bring back tug of war. That would be okay. I'm okay with that. that the tug of war would be fine. Strongest man. Oh, the world's strongest man. Now, that would be awesome. You start pulling the Volkswagen, I'll party with you, bro. Hell, yeah. If you can pull this tractor trailer with your teeth, that means you are an elite athlete, my friend. Now, uh, Joe, uh, oh, beer pong. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, By the way, why is cornhole not an Olympic sport yet? You know pickleball's coming. Oh, God, yes. Uh, uh, you can't go anywhere without a pickleball court now. Mates I says, score a lot of chicks, though, at pickleball uh, games. Maid says Tyreek Hill has a flag football team. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to – yeah, end around with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'm going to take a break because I'm not even going to cry, okay? Yeah, I, I, yeah that, that ball game. If he gets the ball, it's the ball <laughs> Gone, game. Uh, like, who's going to catch him? Maybe one of those elite... Yeah, yeah. leave Olympians. like a ribbon, like a hundred dollar ribbon on him, and I might be able to grab the flag. But yeah, other than that, no, I'm, I'm not even wasting my time. Where's the cooler at? Uh, all right, Joe, it is that time of the week. We have to do some college football. Hail Varsity! Each and every week, we try to start a college football talk, and we start with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who are at home this week against Northwestern, a smart kid school. Both teams are 3-3. Three and three. Nebraska is an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Yeah, located just outside of Chicago, the Wildcats of Northwestern boast a scholastic program that welcomes all diverse. Oh, wait, no, that's my. I was reading something else. Um, we're gonna kick the ass. We're gonna kick the crap out. We're going four and three. We're gonna have a winning record come Saturday afternoon. Look at that! You are bowl bound. Only two more wins to go, Joe, and you're bowl bound. I mean, uh, hey, at three thirty, four o'clock Pacific. Nebraska's going to have a winning record, and it is going to be, I mean, it, 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 Tom Osborne will be like, oh, winning record? Yeah, no, that was, I, I had nine, I had ten every year, so whatever, you know, yeah. but yeah, but now we haven't seen that, so we are so thirsty for a winning record. I, I look, I'm picking Nebraska because I don't, I don't like smart kids' schools. Um, I, I'm ready for Nebraska to get back on check. I, I like your, your coach, Matt Rule. I hope that they give him a little bit of rope. And let him coach there. Uh, I like the, the the where they're going in the program. You just don't have the right horses yet. That's all. Exactly. You know, and when like when Oswald won it, he was last in passing, but he he rushed for four hundred yards a game. Yeah. And people, you got to air it out. You got to air it out. You got to use it. No, back to back national champions. We rushed for four hundred yards a game. So, and uh, uh, Mr. Tom, uh, Doctor Tom Osborne is now helping. Uh, with the running game, he's doing a little consulting. So nice. that I, I like that a lot. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we can just wear them down. I don't think Northwestern – I think they're really – sometimes they got – you know, they always got a guy that can pass, maybe. You know, but this year I just think they're down. I think we got them. All right. Uh, next game up we have – and I, I really don't like to say this – a battle of the ACC. Uh, number 16, Duke, who's 5-1, and one, taking on the undefeated – Seminoles of Florida State at Florida State. Florida State's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. No yeah, respect Florida for Duke. I think Florida State's for real, bro. But they have no respect for Duke at all. Duke beat Clemson this year. You know, a lot of times they put that like – they. I mean, so if you walked into the sports book and saw that, what would you do? How would you react to that line? Oh, I, I – I would back up the Brinks truck and bet on Duke because I'm picking Duke in an upset. Boom, but, boom, boom. That'll but, be my uh, yeah. That's my that's my night game here. You know I don't. I mean Duke. I, you know what it is is because people are going to look at that. Duke's good football team. They're but not bad. Look, like, look at Duke with uh, um, Grant Hill on the road. You know, like in Florida State to play Charlie Ward. Um, you know, it's like man, Florida State's for real. I don't know if they're going to win the, you know, over two touchdowns and stuff, but uh, I think Florida State wins that game. I, you know, it might. I think it might get ugly. I don't think Duke. I think this is where Duke shows. Yeah, we're not. We're kind of a house of cards. And now I, I could see that totally happening. I am not a hundred percent on Florida State. I'm just not. I, I look because I was a huge Bobby Bowden fan. I, I thought Bobby Bowden was a great coach. And I like the teams that he put together there. If since he's left, that school has changed so much. They had Dumbo Fisher there for a while, who's ruining Texas yeah. A&M right now, and I love it. And I can't wait until he gets fired, and they have to pay him ninety million dollars out in his contract. Can't wait. And by the way, what? A&M, you're not getting Dion. What? Dion is not going there. Confirm? That's a big rumor right now. Is that especially in the state of Texas? is that they're going to fire Jimbo Fisher and they're going to back up the money truck because Texas A&M has a lot of money and they're going to offer it to Dion. 
I don't. What's think- gonna happen is Dion's gonna go to A and M, and Shadour will coach the Buffaloes. <laughs> and Shadour. still leave him. Still leave He's him already making him. four. He's. Did I read off the top seven moneymakers? Shadour leads all. Oh, he yeah. makes four and a half million dollars a year. It's amazing. Um, Tell so- me, Johnny Manziel's not pissed. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so you're taking Florida State. I'm taking Duke. Uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting game. Uh, next you know, remember back in the day when there was no playoffs and you had, and you know, you had, you had the votes, the AP poll, the coaches poll. You know, Bobby Bob, no, he like him. He'd run up the score because yeah. with the computer, whatever you know, rankings or the, the law algorithms or whatever, you know, it would help you make up ground in the polls because that's what it was in the poll. Remember, and, well, and that was it. You know. Well, you remember they got rid of margin of victory from all the polls because they they were tired of seeing you know. App State get beat 58 to nothing every week. I'm all for it. I think you should score as many fucking points as you can in every single game. That shows if you are or are not an elite team. And it pains me to say this. Texas lost to Oklahoma. And, and Oklahoma, who I didn't believe in, they were beating the brakes off people. They were scoring a lot of points. I said, well, they're playing nobodies. They did what they were supposed to do. They scored a shit ton of points on nobodies, and I have to give them credit for it because it gives you another air of confidence when you score that many points. I have no yeah, problem with yeah, it. Yeah. Well, but then you also, you, 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 you don't, when you're up 40, 50, you don't air it out. You no. just run the ball. Because you, you got to play, and if you're running the ball and you're still running down the field in the end zone, there's nothing we can do about that, dude. But it's like we gotta, we're not going to air it out I mean, uh, and rub it in. Let, but, let, let me ask you, Joe. Let's say the beginning of the third quarter, it's you're winning 40 to nothing, and you bring in a backup quarterback. You're not going to let him throw? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you wanted to get some work out in. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know what? You know, it happened at the Nebraska-Arizona State game. The kid, Osborne, the kid misread the play or something. He's like the third stringer. And he just throws a, you know, a streak right sideline. And we're up like 50. And the Arizona State coach, I forget, it wouldn't shake Osborne's hand. You know, and Osborne was like, no, I swear to God, I didn't call that. The kid, yeah. he got the wrong play. You know, but you're right about that. They got to, you know, they got to let those kids get in and play. You know, so, you know, time, those guys aren't going to be, you know, uh, making amazing plays because, you know, that's why they're not starting. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, but um, next game up in the Pac-12, big game in the Pac-12. Uh, number 14, Utah, five and one is on the road against the 18th rank suck bags from USC, six and one. Last week, uh, Caleb Williams threw three interceptions against Notre Dame, pretty much losing the Heisman Trophy on national TV, and then came out this week and said he wanted to be drafted, and if he's drafted by a team, he wants partial ownership. <laughs> balls. This kid Do you has remember balls. remember like when we thought he got cocky when he got drafted? Oh, yeah, because then he was going to go play for the Yankees. Yeah, I'll just go play. I'll just go play. I'll play first base for the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the calls. I don't. I, don't, I visited uh, Baltimore. I think it was in Baltimore then. You know, I yeah. didn't care for the city, so that's when they started picking and choosing. You know, that's when everybody got to start picking and choosing. And now it's like, well, you know, I'd like to be an owner. They got to draw the line somewhere. It's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's dumb. It's, dumb. it's if any team gives him ownership. Look, I'll say this right now, and this is not a bitter Texas fan saying this. 
Caleb Williams did not deserve the Heisman Trophy last year. Caleb Williams won the Heisman Trophy because he went to USC. Last, last year, there weren't a, a ton of standout superstar players, and he yeah. happened to be near the top of that, so they gave him. He's not a Heisman Trophy. He is a Heisman Trophy winner, but he's not. He's not. He cleans the Heisman house. Pretty soon, the Hollywood Foreign Press will be voting for the Heisman. Yeah, no shit. Uh, so, yeah. who you got in this game, Utah against SC? You know, I want Utah to pummel them. SC's, I really do. I SC's mean, I, I, I'm kind of a uh, – I can never remember that guy's name, the coach. I always get him mixed up with Kiffin, uh, you know, but uh, the USC coach mm. – um, Lincoln Riley, yeah. Lincoln Riley, I don't know why. I, get, I don't know why. You know how you get stuff just mixed up and you can never get it. You know, you have to think about it. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, that's one of those things. I can never get Lincoln Riley uh, down. I, I kind of like that guy, but I love him way more than I love Pete Carroll. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And uh, uh, but I like Utah. I, I I want Utah to win. And if I I don't care, even if I thought USC is going to come out of town, I bet Utah because I just don't like USC. I don't want to go to Watts. I called him <laughs> down there, and it's not cool. Um, I, I, I look. I don't. I, I think this is the swan song for SC this year. A, SC had all this hope, and then they they've shit the bed. They haven't really shown anything. Their defense is terrible. They're six and one. I say they go six and two this weekend. Um, next one up. Yeah, you know, I got into a pickup football game down in Watts, and they thought I was Lawrence Phillips. <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay, I, like, I like Utah. Go ahead. Um, boy, two teams that started the season off. We're like, at the very, very beginning of the season, we're like, ooh, could Clemson be back? And then after Miami beat Texas A&M, we're like, oh, Miami's back. Both teams are 4-2 and two now. Clemson on the road against the University of Miami. Clemson's a three-point favorite. Do you like that? Miami pounds them. This is one of the greatest home dogs I've seen in a while. Wow. But I, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Oh, is this the end of Dabo at Clemson? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, he's going to go on the Nebraska ride now where they're just going to go through a bunch of coaches that stink. Yeah, you can have Bill Callahan. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, but I, I, think, yeah, I love I love Miami at home, getting points or whatever. But just to win the game, I love Miami. I think it's a great, uh, great bet. Hey, going back to the SC and Lincoln Riley, um, if Lincoln Riley doesn't win the Pac-12 again this year, which he probably won't win, um, is he hurting his NFL stock? Um. Because there's a lot of talk that, no, that I don't, I mean, yeah, when you when you succeeded in Oklahoma. You know, you, but I mean, pretty much, I mean, it, USC's a, you know, now you're just moving out to make connections because I'm telling you right now, you know, Oklahoma's always had a better football program than USC. I'm sorry, yeah. uh, Trojan people. But, uh, but yeah, you, you were already, I mean, uh, and, and some guys don't want to go to the NFL. Like, I mean, like, you know, Barry Switzer was a horrible NFL coach. Horrible. God, but he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, on the, tail, on the coattails of... Of Jimmy Johnson, absolutely, hundred percent. And he won. He should have won too. Um, all right. Um, so you're taking Miami. I'm taking Miami as well in that game. Um, it is the third Saturday in October, and that brings up a bitter rivalry between the 17th ranked puke orange colored Tennessee Volunteers, who are five and one, against the 11th ranked Crimson Tide of Alabama. Roll Alabama's a nine-point favorite. What is the first Monday in October? 
Uh, I, I don't know. What is it? It's when the Supreme Court convenes. Wow, look, at the look at you. Look at you. Hold on. You know what, Joe? Joe fucking A. Bam. Educational programming here. I am trying. I am figuring out some cases I want to, you know, <laughs> look at this year. And if there's any hot chicks involved, that's the cases we're going to take. <laughs> that's final. <laughs> Um, but okay, yes. cool. We're what? We're in Tennessee and Alabama. You know, back in the day, this thing was awesome. You know, like this game, you know, it's just a good old southern fried uh, brawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama not, doesn't have what it used to have. Tennessee, you know, they're both, like Alabama's kind of skipping down a little. And I'm not saying they're going down, but they're not. They're not just, we win the national championship every year, Alabama. You know, yeah. and Tennessee's now it's it's not Phil Fulmer's Tennessee. This Tennessee's starting to win ball games, but Alabama's gonna win that game. Yeah, I got Alabama all day long in that game. Roll tide. That, I wouldn't bet at the nine. I'm gonna have the nine, but I think Alabama wins the game. Yeah. Roll tide. Um uh next one from the uh what is it, the Big Twelve or the Big Ten, whatever it once was. Um, there are teams moving as we speak, so you never know. Um I think the winner of this game wins the conference, uh, well, or at least plays Michigan for the winner of the conference. Number seven, Penn State, the Kid Toucher University, 6-0 and on the road at the Horseshoe, going to the Ohio State, playing the third-ranked Buckeyes, who are also 6-0. and Ohio State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Here's a quick, for all the listeners out there, this Saturday, the Mean Green will visit the Green Wave. Tell me that ball game. Uh, that is the that University game? of North Texas versus Tulane, my friend. Well, whatever. I was trying to you know, help <laughs> have some fun with the Whispers, but you had to wreck it. God's sake. Yeah, of course it shrinks like a scared turtle. Okay. Penn State, Ohio, Ohio State. Did you get the horseshoe? Yeah, it's at the horseshoe. How come when there's like ten games and I'm just and I'm scrolling up and down and I can't find the stupid it's thing? It's the first game on ESPN. Oh, I, uh, oh okay, there we go. Well, on Saturday. Yeah, I think Ohio State's for real. They're showing people that you know, um, but Penn State's for real. I this is a, yeah, this is this is probably the game of the day. I would think. Don't you think? Um, it's up there. I I think it is. I think that uh, yeah, I'll say that's the game of the day. Sure. Seven versus three. I mean. Uh, so who? So a uh, big noon Fox, big noon. You know, how, I wonder how they decide where game day goes for ESPN. <laughs> oh, I guess who's got the game? Fox's game or yeah, the yeah, ABC? Fox, Fox has this game. game. Yeah, so that'll be big noon there with uh, Brady Quinn. <laughs> yeah, Brady Quinn. Why? Give me Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, I like Ohio State. Let's get the. Yeah, Ohio State wins this game. I, I mean, they're favored by – they should be favored by three just for being at home. They're four and a half. I, I, I think Ohio State gets it done. If Penn State beats Ohio State, Penn State will be in the national championship. Uh, not so fast, my friend. Okay, um, Mr. Texas. Uh, no, no, it's not that. It's it, it's Penn – I look at Penn State as the Minnesota Vikings of college football. Penn State gets their fans all worked up in a frenzy like Jerry Sandusky used to do in the shower with those young boys. I know. I hated that peach shampoo. But anyway. um, They get them worked up in a frenzy, and then they get one of these games, whether it's Ohio State or Michigan, at at the sixth game or seventh game mark. 
and they lose it, and then they lose one or two more in the rest of the season. I think the winner of this game goes on to lose to Michigan for the Big 12 championship. Um, I think whoever loses this game loses at least two more games this season. I am going to pick because I don't believe in Ohio State this year. I don't believe in Penn State either, but I'm going to take Penn State and the Kid Touchers over Ohio State and the Nut Eaters. Ohio State will win this game. Ohio State will also beat Michigan, and they will go to the Final Four. Whoa, holy shit, you've got them beating Michigan? Yes, Jimmy Harbaugh, come on. It's just like Frank Costello and Scarface, he's soft. I can tell he's soft. Jesus, I'm thinking of the movie Airplane right now, and your character says, man, I picked the wrong week to stop smoking crack. I sure picked the bad week to stop sniffing glue. Oh, uh, uh, no, that's the word. Yeah, that's a good game. I, but I like Ohio State in this thing. Uh, I, they're, I mean, I just, I just think they're the winner of this game. I think is going to be there. I think the winner of this game is like okay. for real. Okay. You know. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Now we got a couple of local doozies here. Uh, the Owen Six Nevada Wolfpack. Mm. Jesus Christ! Taking on the three and four San Diego State Mud Flingers. It's at Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego. SDSU is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite over the Wolfpack. If you're if you're in the Wolfpack, like the guy that defected North Korea, if you're down there, go ahead and join the Navy while you're down there, kid. <laughs> you're not going anywhere with the Pack. The Pack won last year. The Wolfpack won their first game of the season. They have not won a game since. Uh, they don't have any seniors. I mean, of course I want them to win. Uh, they're not going to win at San Diego. I, not. I feel so bad for this Ken Wilson guy. He used to be an assistant. Now he's the head coach there. And, you know, he's, it's only his second year. You know, they're going to let him stay. Next year, if he doesn't get a couple of Ws, he'll be gone. But uh, uh, they're going to get pummeled for that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The Wolfpack just has nothing this year. And for me, the biggest game of the day after a bye week, which I hate. I know. I know. I mean, Bite my fingernails. Oh, and the Cowboys have a bye week this week. I'm fucking hating Sunday, except for Rangers, hopefully. Well, hopefully there won't be a Ranger game Sunday. Hopefully they close things out on Friday. Um, the eighth-ranked, five-and-one, almighty Texas Longhorns are going on the road to play a loudmouth motherfucker named Dana Holberson, who's the head coach of the University of Houston, who's three-and-three. Three. Texas is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. And that's at Houston? Yes. Which is like a stone throw for Austin, isn't it? Uh, it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive. What's that? About a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Two-and-a-half-hour drive, okay. Um, you know, Texas is going to win that game. And, I, you know, I hope you wear a Go Fuck a Fly Slam a Jamma t-shirt because <laughs> the, 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 the Fly Slam a this up your ass, okay? How about we play some Smash Mouth football, okay? Get some weight. Put on some weight. You got, you know, you're six foot uh, 11. You weigh 93 pounds. Yeah. I will box you out post up. I don't know why I got on that tangent. I'm going with the Longhorns, though. Uh, let's see. For me, coming off a bye week after a, a discouraging loss, I think the practices have been hard. And let's all do it together, shall we? We'll all spell it out real quick. T. 
<laughs> but you guys don't know. X. But the listeners don't know. But the hey. listeners don't know it's January bye week. X. Me and Arnie do two a days. <laughs> Fight! Yeah, Texas wins this game by a thousand. Uh, Dana Holberson, who was a coach at West Virginia, he hates the University of Texas. And guess what, Dana Holberson? We hate you as well, you scumbag. You know what? We're going to go, since we're going to Houston, we're going to go shopping for the game. It will show up. (laughs) All right, now we got to do the real stuff here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for our official NFL Picks of the Week. I have a turkey in the oven with six legs. <laughs> I'm sure that you do. Last ah. week, Joe, last week you went nine and six. Not too shabby. Um, taking your record. What did you go? I'm sorry, you cut out. Uh, I said last week, Joe, you went nine and six. Not too shabby. Um, taking your record to 53 and 40. You and I have $200 on the line in the picks this year. I, last week, casually went 11-4, and four, taking my record to 55-38, and 38, reclaiming the lead. Up. Reclaiming the lead. You have the lead? I have the lead by two games right now, Joe. Oh, we were tied last week then. Yes, we were tied last week, and I supported you. So now... We have to pick this week's game, starting with tonight, the four until two Jacksonville Jaguars rawr, are on the road against the three and three New Orleans Saints. The Saints are a two and a half point favorite. The game is on Prime Video, which means I will not be watching. Well, if I can get my neighbor liquored up, I can probably get his password. I'll watch that thing. Uh, because the Jaguars Saints, I'm not paying for it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> no. uh, I think the Saints win this at home. Wow. Okay. Uh, any reasoning? Just because um, I probably, I mean, I have Prime, but I will probably watch um, uh, Naked Attraction. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the Jags in this, and the reason the, the Jags are kind of hot right now. I know they're not in London. I know they're it's not a home game. It's not in London for them. But I kind of like the Jags. Yeah, when you have to adjust when you come back to America. It takes yeah. a while to adjust. Yeah, especially going to New Orleans. I mean, you really have to adjust going there. Um, but uh, I, I like the Jags for some reason. I, I'm not sold on the Saints. I thought the Saints were going to be better this year with Derek Carr. Not so. Yeah, um, yeah the, Jags, the Jags are one of those teams that, they, you know, they're getting better. They're going to be a decent team. You know, if the, I mean, if I had to pick the Jags or the Bears, I would take the Jags. You know, well, I mean, they're getting better. They're they're starting not just be that, you know, walk-on team. But, yeah, so, but I, so I do see them being better. But I like the – I'm going to go with the Saints in this well, game. Well, it, it's funny that you bring up the Bears because they are our next victims here. The 3-3 three and three Las Vegas Raiders. Are on the road against the one and five Bears. Vegas is a three point favorite on the road. See, this is one of those times where, because uh, as we all know, when you wait, you know, when you're a huge fan and you've got a man cave of your favorite team, the Patriots or whatever, what we, we go to one away game every year. 
of course you're going to the Vegas game. <laughs> you know, but the other way around, like Vegas fans travel well. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, let's head to Chicago and freeze our ass off <laughs> right before. So but they're gonna be, the Bears are going to beat the Raiders at home this year, this week. Whoa, you're taking the Bears? I, I, I hate betting against Nevada, but I, I think the Bears are going to do it. Um, I'm just telling you right now, Joe, we are simpatico. I am also taking the Bears this week. I like that pick. I like that pick yeah, a lot. I'm with Chris Payne. <laughs> yes, he's also taking the Bears. Oh, of course he is. Next game up, <laughs> we've got the uh, three and two Browns coming off a huge win against the Niners, which they shouldn't have won. Uh, taking on the three and three Colts rookie quarterback uh, Richardson out for the rest of the season. Um, Minishu's the the new starting quarterback. Browns Colts. What do you think, Joe? By the way, the Browns are a two and a half point favorite on the road. Yeah, on the road. Well, so uh, you know what? I just thought of this, and they even last time I get checked, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna take the Colts every week, no matter what. Okay. I'm taking the Colts this week, so next week you know my pick. I'm just, wow. you know what? I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm a riverboat gambler. You know, I love them and leave them. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I gotta ramble on. I tell all my women, listen, girl, yeah. don't get hooked on me, babe. See, I gotta that, ramble. This is why you know? you're. This is why you are a Hall of Fame legendary sex worker <laughs> because you don't, you, you don't, you don't build up rapport. You just go. I just listen, girl. I hit it and quit it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the Browns in this game because uh, I, 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 I Minishu is a terrible quarterback, and he's gonna kill the Colts this season. And that means I, I think we're gonna have a big, big difference in games this week, Joe. Next one up, we got a battle of the AFC East. This used to mean something. The four and two Bills are on the road against the one and five. New England Patriots. The Bills are an eight and a half point favorite on the road. Let me tell you something. If you're driving down the road right now in your navigator, put your seatbelt on, people. Okay, because it's about to get rough. Because oh me God. and Artie are going head to head. This is a battle. This is the NFL. I've been in the locker room. It was it was really bad. Okay, but I'm taking the Patriots at home. Wow. Now, I had thoughts of taking the Patriots because um, I can't think Bill, a Bill Belichick team is really that bad. He's got to pull something together. I don't understand the Buffalo Bills. This game is the hardest game for me to pick this week because the Bills against Tyrod Taylor, a backup shitty quarterback that I didn't even think was still in the damn league last Monday night, Almost beat the New York football Giants. Almost beat the Bills. And I'm sitting there going, what happened to the Bills? But I'm still going to take the Bills because the Patriots suck. So there you they go. Do, they do stink. But your boy Mac, I hope he comes back and plays well. I kind of like that kid. And I just think, I just think, how's practice in New England this week? Oh, God. Uh, You're running your ass off. Uh, I know that. Um, all right, next game up, a battle of NFC East non-supremacy. Uh, the Washington Commandos, the 3-3 three and three Commandos, are on the road against the 1-5 New York football Giants. Washington is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. You know who to put me down for. 
No, I don't. Yes, you do. The New York football giants? The home dog dime. Oh, that's my home dog dime, I call it. Wow. Now, a dime is $1,000. Wow. Okay. That's a dime, you know. So the oh, home dog a- dime play, that it's a special thing. I'll get on If you guys have a credit card, call me, and I can get you a pick on that. But my home dog dime play, it is a dime. Um, I, I, I'm taking the home team again. I mean, I'm going to shake it up this week, Arnie. I hope something big happens. I hope we have a fun NFL weekend. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm taking the commandos because, look, the Giants are just awful. Uh, and you were commando at that ball game last night, I bet. Uh, I, I, at some point I was. Uh, Falcons <laughs> are uh, on the road. The 3-3 three and three Falcons taking on Tampa Bay. The 3-2 and two Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, I, I'm staying at home. I hate the Falcons. I hate them. Uh, Baker's pissed. He lost. I'm going to say I'm gonna say bounce back. I think the Buccaneers lost last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Buccaneers at home. Not a bad pick. Uh, I'm going to stay loyal to my man, Dijon, or B. John Robinson. Uh, I like him. I'll, I'll take the Falcons on this one. I, I, I'll, I'll be the riverboat gambler here. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Bijan and Ezekiel can combine for like ten yards in the game. You know, maybe. <laughs> now, <laughs> Those now, power backs. Now this next game is kind of an interesting game. We're going to see if the Ravens are for real or not, and we're also going to see if the Detroit Lions are real or not. The five and one Lions are on the road against the Ravens. The Ravens are a three point favorite at home. What do you think about this one? I already I already know who I like, so, and, I, and I won't change it. Who do you like? And I'll tell you. I, I already I know who I like. I'm going to go ahead and write down my pick right now, and I'm taking the Detroit Lions because I was going to get you, buddy. I believe in the Lions. I believe that the Lions can go to the playoffs. Can they do anything in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know if they're there there yet, but they are there to win this division because the NFC North is terrible this year. And the Lions and are just going to run what, away with you know it. And, and you know what? What is his name? Uh, the quarterback. Uh, 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 what's his name? Jared Goff. Stafford went out to L.A. And then Goff came in. He, he's, he's just a, yeah, yeah, I'm Detroit Rock City, okay, mm-hmm. which Rock is not. It's, it's white, and they sell it on the street. But Detroit City, but I, I'm, I'm going to be going to the playoffs, and you're not. He's got 11 touchdowns compared to three interceptions this year so far. Uh, golf, golf's playing good football. I, I'll give it up to the Lions. They're playing good. I never thought. I'd remember they swap cities. Do what? The, the one guy went to L.A. and the other guy went to Detroit. They yeah. just swapped two yeah. quarterbacks. And, yeah. One got a Super Bowl. The other got well a GM dealership. Uh next yeah. one up. <laughs> yeah, four dealerships. They're on strike. That's fine. I saw him. He's working the whole warehouse by himself. Uh, I I talked about your team uh, the other day. Um, you're Pittsburgh Steelers. You're a big Steelers guy. Three and two this season. Uh, taking on the three and three aforementioned Rams in L.A. The Rams are a three-point favorite. Right now, you are still the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're still a class organization in the league, and you always will be. You just don't have a captain right now. You, yeah. you are going through what the Cowboys have gone through since Troy Aikman retired. You and, and and I I for you Joe I hope it doesn't last as long as it's lasted for me, but your quarterbacks are terrible. 
Oh, you know what? I think I said all those other numbers run out on the field for years. That's right. Linebacker, you know, from, from Bullet. Or I mean, uh, uh, you know, who's the big the, the guy? Uh, uh, the, the linebacker. I can't think of his name now. Who? Lambert? Uh, you know, Jack uh, Lambert? Uh, L.C. Greenwood. He was on defensive end. Mel Blunt. That's what I'm thinking of. And, uh, you know, whoever else is on the field, uh, I, I don't care. They're going to get the job done. But when the quarterback trots out there, I missed that number seven so bad. Oh, I can imagine. I imagine you missed oh. number 12 as well. Terry Bradshaw. You know that Chuck Noll, I watched the Madden documentary, Chuck Noll almost became the coach of the Raiders, but he went on, he didn't take the job, and so Madden got the job with the Raiders. And Noll, of course, went on to Pittsburgh, and the rest is history. But uh, I'm... This is a rematch of what, Super Bowl in 1980? The Steelers and the Rams? Vince Veragamo against Terry Bradshaw? What did Vince Veragamo play uh, college ball? Oh, fuck you. I thought it was going to be impressive enough that I knew that Vince Ferragamo was the quarterback of that team. He's a Husker fuck- kid. Uh, I, you, you didn't let me answer. I was going to fucking throw no, Nebraska no, I knew out. he was going to Google it. I you wasn't Googling Google it. it. I, was not, I will not Google with you, Joe. I will not do that to you. Uh-oh. I will use my brain against yours every fucking day of the week. Now That's you perfect. piss me off. I love that. And I promise I won't Google either. Now you now you piss me off. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm taking the fucking I'm taking the fucking Rams this week, Joe. Fuck you! I'm going with the Steelers, and I'm sending you a VHS copy of Heaven Can Wait. Oh my god. Just don't send me the video of Jackie Smith dropping the ball in the end zone. That's all I ask. I'm uh, wearing my Eric Dickerson glasses right now. <laughs> Now, this next game, Joe, it's for the birds, the Cardinals and Seahawks. See what I did there? It's for you. You you are clever. Boy, you're sharp as a brick. (laughs) Uh, The one in five Cardinals are on the road against the Seahawks. We're three and two. Seattle's an eight-point favorite. Boy, that is. Let me see where we at here. Uh, we're we're in the Seattle. Yeah. Are we in the boom? Yeah, we are. We are in Seattle. We're next where to the, the future. Seattle. Seattle. Okay, here we go. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah. There's not going to be a beast quake. It's not going to happen. Fuck the Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, when you look at this game, the the garbage butter, you know, has got an Olympia in his hand and some chewy cheese fries. Of course. They're going to pound them, you know, because, I mean, look at that. But I don't like it. I think something's up. Cardinals win that ballgame. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and take the sea chickens at home. Uh, the Cardinals. <laughs> I did some fishmongering up there when I was. Yeah, uh, the Cardinals are awful. Jesus. They're um, really hard. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, but... you know what's so funny is that everybody wants to talk about how um, how uh, the NFL has gotten to be so uh, paralleled. Everything is everything. Not this, year. No, not this year. There, oh. are, there are good teams and there are dog shit teams. And we're getting a bunch of dog shit games, including this next one. The two and three Packers on the road against the one and five Broncos. Can somebody just kick me in the nutsack already? Good God. I told. I told. Russell Wilson and Sierra or Sierra or whatever the hell mountain range she's named after. Don't go to the pound and get your dog. 
People don't like it for you. So I'm, I'm really bummed about that. There's some little poor guy out there saying, I need a home. And you just pissed all over him, you rotten son of a bitch. So I'm going, I'm pick, I'm going against the Seahawks. That's for damn sure. Um, oh, wait, I mean the, the Broncos. He, he was a Seahawks. I'm going against the Broncos. All right, so you're taking the Packers. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. The views expressed by Joe Murphy are not always shared with the host of this show. I think you should be able to go out and buy whatever dog you want to fucking buy. Uh, but that's you all puppy milk, son of a bitch. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> next game we got up, and, and I watched, look, I, the Monday night game was – I thank God the Cowboys do have a bye this week because that Monday night game was terrible on both fronts. The Cowboys' offense with Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy calling plays is god-awful. Um, the Chargers – I know that everybody expects the Chargers to be that breakout team each and every year. Joe, do you think it's ever going to happen? I mean, they're 2-3. and three. They're, they're on the road against – the Taylor Swift Chiefs, who are five and one, Taylor Swift is spawn, is, is is laying five and a half points. All I know is I saw Lance Bass there. That's all I needed. That's it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was holding that sign, not Taylor Swift. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and I am a hypocrite because my roommate is Michael Vick. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the cheat, the Chargers on the road against the Chiefs. Fuck. I, this is tough. I mean, they're not going to ever break out. I mean, it's Kansas City. If it goes Swifty, if it's Kansas City Swifty, it's a done deal. Um, you know, I mean, I'll bet you we see her kissing Rodman up there in the booth. I'm going with the Chiefs. The rumor is, is that, that, that Travis Kelsey just plunked down $6 million on a house in Kansas City, which made me stop in my tracks and said, wait a second, there's a house in Kansas City that's worth $6 million? Have you ever been to Kansas City? Um, but, but Each mile that you get outside of downtown Kansas City, the over-under on teeth start dropping. Yeah. Okay? I mean, yeah. especially if you go that Missouri side. If you go oh, to Kansas City, yeah, people are going to say, people that. I'll, I'll ask people, where's Kansas City? You know, Kansas? No, there is a Kansas City, Kansas, but it's Kansas City, Missouri that yeah. is the big city. Da, 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 da. You know, I'm not kidding you. I, I've driven, that's the 70, I-70, because when St. Louis, but, uh, I, I've driven a few miles outside of Kansas City, and it's like, you ain't from around here, is you, boy? No. You know, it's like, yeah, it's it's like, you're from around these parts. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm moving on. Uh, so we are both taking the chefs in this game. Now, we are finally given a good game on Sunday night. I'm excited about this game. And it, that means I have to listen to Chris Collinsworth, so be it. The 5-1 and one Dolphins are on the road against the 5-1 and one Eagles. The Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Joe, is this possibly a glimpse into the Super Bowl? This could be. Well, I mean, this could be a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, this is an AFC, right? And probably the best team in the AFC and the best team in the NFC, right? Right now, right now, I can't deny it. I mean, except for the Niners. I mean, the Niners are. Oh yeah, the Niners. I forgot about them. They. Oh yeah, they're, they, you got to look out for them. Yeah, but, but you know, the reason I hate Collinsworth and I've never liked him. He's really got to earn it back. It's uh when we did, when Tom Osborne did win his first championship, he was very young. He was calling the game. 
And he was like, the Nebraska players are just taking too long to develop. The Miami Hurricanes, are, they're just too fast. And, and, and they're trying to do this triple out and take it too long. And then both touchdowns to take to, to tie it up, take the lead. You didn't even know how the ball because the fullback went right up the middle. And I was I remember I was in my house screaming, how fucking long did that play take to develop Collinsworth? <laughs> Because I was like, it was just boom, right at the middle touchdown. And I remember screaming at that son of a bitch. How long did that play take to develop, you rotten son of a bitch? I like. I'm going to go to the home team on this one, buddy. You're going Eagles. You're going fly, Eagles, fly. I'm going to put on my Steve Miller band. Okay. Um, I, I, the, I think that's a solid pick because it's a, a great game. I, I, I need to give a, a, an explanation of why I hate Chris Collinsworth and his entire family real quick. Entire family. We have a moving van out in front yeah. of their thing right now. Mainly, mainly his son, Jack. Um, his son, Jack, who, who went to the University of Notre Dame, who is now the lead play-by-play guy for Notre Dame games and also a host of Sunday Night Football who never worked in broadcasting before he got the job at NBC. I got a problem with that. You got to pay some yeah, I, know, I mean, I, you know what? I'll give Joe Buck some props. You know, he, he I don't know what he did or whatever. He seems kind of, I never see, <laughs> did you ever see that show where they had celebrities watch uh, shows and they, they comment on them? No. And they were like, they're like Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon, and and and, uh, and the, the daughter, and they would be watching like reality shows, and they'd comment on stuff. And so they did a show where it was a family feud. It was a Kardashian celebrity family feud, Kardashian versus somebody, and it's Joe Buck and his wife watching the show, and they're critiquing it. And it's like one hundred people serving, top five answers on the board. You know, name a person you would not want to show up at a naked party. And Joe Buck goes, it's Kim Kardashian, Joe Buck goes, the L.A. Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> it was classic. But anyway, so Joe Buck goes, be out there. who is this guy? Dude, what? Who is this guy? Never played a lick of ball. No. He's a moron just because his dad got in, which Colin was, was a good receiver. Both college and no, pro. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He never won a big game. He didn't help Ken Anderson. He didn't help Boomer Esiason. He was yeah. a bag of shit that wore white shoes. Yeah, he was. And he, and he you know, I, I I like players that are calling, I mean, common uh, commentators because, you know, you know, you know, you've got the guy with Baba mouth, hello, everybody, welcome. And then he's never played a lick of ball. And then you got the guy that knows like Troy Aikman there, knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And even as dumb as Romo is, he still knows what he's talking about. Awesome. Um, but I'm so, <laughs> so, so I, but yeah, the Collinsworth guy, that's just, how did that happen? He went straight to network, really? Yeah, I, I have a huge problem with that. I have not given you my pick in this game yet. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins in this game. Swim, wow. Dolphins, I like, swim. I like, two, uh, I like both those quarterbacks. I like them both. And uh, uh, I, 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 I do. I kind of I like Tua, and I like Hurts, but I'm going to take the home team. So that's why I'll just take the home team in this one. All right. Uh, final game on Monday night, the 5-1 and one, the 49ers who lost to the Browns thanks to Christian McCafferty and a big receiver going down. Um, and by the way, they shouldn't have lost to the Browns. The Browns fucking handed them that game. 
They, they handed them that game so many times, and they should have won. Uh, but the 5-1 Niners are on the road against the 2-4 and four Minnesota Vikings, don't you know? Well, I'm going to watch Fargo tonight, that's for sure. And the, 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 the girl on uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yes. She's from Canada, too. So, um, I, uh, you know, I had... The, the sportsbook made money last week. This is the week that the sportsbook made money. Because when those lose, when those dogs come in, the sportsbook is happy because they're already getting eight teamers. I've worked in a sportsbook before. I've worked in sportsbooks for years, and I probably cashed about eight, maybe like seven teamers. They don't hit. They don't hit that often. The sportsbook's making. But last week they made big money because what the Texans won, the Browns won. Yeah. Um, I had the Browns, by the way. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Money line. That's what I do. It is anyway, what you do. Uh, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Niners on the road, buddy. Yeah. Because I, you know, the Vikings. Unless Bud Grant's coaching, I'm done. I'm going with the 49ers. Yeah. If Fran Tarkenton from 1972 <laughs> shows up, I would take the Vikings. But uh, he's old now, and he's probably decrepit. I'm taking the Niners on the road in this game. Easy peasy. Easy. What if What if uh, Howard Cosell, the Purple People Leader, showed up? Oh, I'd be excited as hell, but I still think the Vikings. But we're going, I'm going with the Niners. Yeah, I, I'm going to take them. Uh, Joe, you got anything else for me today? Uh, let me see. Uh, I got to refill my prescriptions. Oh wait, that's not newsworthy. Um, let's. Oh, I wanted to know. <laughs> let's say, for instance, just real quick, and I'll you can ponder this for the week. It's very. Uh, it's something that a lot of people want to, you know, think about. When you're doing porn, when you're watching porn on the internet, what are the, what are your three searches? Do you go with MILF? Do you go with uh, saggy tits? Do you go with, I want your top three next week. <laughs> a look- friend of mine mentioned this. I've got him in counseling right now. I'm a good pastor, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't do that. I want your top three. Um, uh, next week, you want my top three. Okay. I have to be honest with you. Porn has gotten to be kind of, I don't know if it's because I'm too old now or what, but porn's gotten to be a little bit too dirty for me. It is. I mean, it I mean, really I mean, is. I, you know, when, you, I don't, when I was 30, oh, my God. Now I'm just like, give me a good murder she wrote. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't mind like like going back in time and watching the old pornos, but the girls don't have the big fake boobs, you know, anymore, and they got the oh, big old <laughs> It's called gravity, people. It happens. Yeah, right. I, I mean, you're right there. Too. You get older and you get, like you say, you just get too raunchy. It's not yeah. entertaining. It's not cool anymore. There's too much bodily fluids being shot all around the, the room. And there's membranes. I just want to see people having sex. I don't want to. What is that pink membrane? I don't uh, even know where that is. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and the anal rose. Oh, I don't want to see that uh. ever again. Never yeah, ever, ever since I went, well, I got the asshole bleach last week, and we talking all about it at the salon. <laughs> all right, Joe, you have a great week, my friend. <laughs> all, right. all right, buddy. See you, pal. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, everybody. What a fucking champion. Um, let's see. Uh, we are not going to take a break here. We're going to just keep going straight through. I watch CNN because no one gets fucked harder than America by Biden. That's true. 
I think the Niners will win, but they might be playing without three key players. McCafferty might come back, but then there's Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. Yeah, but they're playing against the Vikings. No offense, Vikings fans. Vikings aren't very good this year. Niners got still got a bunch of good players. And I think Brock Purdy got a bad game out of his system, and I think he comes back, and I think he wins that game. Um, yesterday, I brought you the breaking news that this Britney Spears memoir has been released. Parts of excerpts. The book comes out next week. Um, the memoir is called The Woman in Me. Um, so the first thing that came out was that she announced that she got pregnant when she was 19 with Justin Timberlake, completely lying to everybody, um, saying that she was a virgin back then because she was giving it up like a champ. Good for her. And she got knocked up by Justin Timberlake. And at that time, Justin Timberlake didn't want to be a daddy. So he told her to get an abortion. She didn't necessarily want to get an abortion, but she got an abortion, but she's telling everybody that he forced her to. Well, now, after years of speculation that Brittany was the one that cheated on Justin, she has released yet another bombshell revelation that he cheated on her. Allegedly, the story of the the song Every Time is about the uh, pregnancy and the abortion that she had. Uh, I I don't know the song because I didn't listen to Britney Spears. This is not it. Hold on. I have to wait for this ad to play. Um, Boy, I tell you what. She is going scorched earth on him. She, She is a woman scorned. First, she threw him under the bus for the abortion, and now this. Here we go. This is her song every time. Oh, I hate it already. It's terrible. So she's pulling into her residency in Vegas with a boyfriend. It's not Justin Timberlake, though. Oh, God, that's awful. That is an awful song. Uh, oh, Arnie, you're killing me. I still believe Arnie, Arnie. Uh, get over it, sweetie. Uh, boy, oh boy, I mean, she is wrecking him. Now, I, Justin Timberlake has always, <laughs> I think that they might have played the cracker game in NSYNC. And if you don't know what the cracker game, it's very, very disgusting. And they make a lot of college freshmen do it at fraternity parties. You're going to have to Google that one because I'm not going to explain that one to you. Um, but I think they, 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 they probably played the cracker game a lot. He's seen, he's seen another man's penis up close. I'm not saying he's gay. I'm just saying that he's seen one up close. He married that Jessica, Jessica Beale, who at that time was 25, and I said she's the world's oldest 25-year-old because she looked like it. Kale, you know what the cracker game is. Um. I can't wait to see it. I'm almost, and I'm not going to, I'm almost wanting to read this book. I'm not going to read it because it's reading a book. But, man, oh, man, I can't wait to see who else she shits all over. 
Oh, Christina Aguilera is probably shaking in her boots right now. But I love it. I love that Brittany is coming out going scorched earth. Good for you, Brittany. You crazy gal, you. Now, speaking of crazy, this could be one of my all-time favorite stories that I've ever read. And yes, these words are coming out of my mouth. And you're going to be like, wait, Arnie, you're too smart to say something that stupid. Let's just remember that I'm just quoting this story. Biscuit game, same thing, okay. There's been some stories about good old Kanye recently. He and his wife who likes to dress in like nude outfits and go out in public. That's all we've been getting. Well, it seems like yesterday, in a bizarre text rant to Elon Musk, Kanye says, when are we going to speak? You owe me nothing. You never have to speak to me again. But if we do speak, the nature of the relationship has to change. Here's where it gets weird. He says, I'm not bipolar. I have signs of autism from my car accident. We'll circle back. You can't watch Kim keep my kids from me and not say anything publicly and then call yourself my friend so I can bring you my audience to your struggling platform. Yes, because Twitter is struggling, and so is Elon Musk. Let's go back real quick. Let's I have signs of autism from my car accident. Now, I am not a doctor. I, 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 I have an honorary doctorate in comedy. I am not a medical doctor. I reached out to Alicia, who is the show's uh, medical professional. What did, what did she write me back? Um, because we need to talk about this. Um, <laughs> I asked her, is this something that could actually happen? Because at the, look, I, I don't know. Like I said, I am not medically trained. I'm comically trained. I said, medical question. Kanye said he isn't bipolar, but he got autism after a car crash. I said, that can't happen, right? Her response was, I've never heard of that happening. Sounds like something a person who's unmedicated with bipolar disorder would say. Uh, your ass says, I just wish Brittany would go far away. Let's say a year, just go away. I don't want to see or hear from her. Take Taylor Swift with you while you're at it. Hey, I got an island where no one will bother you. No internet, no paparazzi. Please go there and leave us alone. We need a break. Arnie, can you believe the WNBA season is over? Don't remind me, Zach. I just stopped crying. Somebody needs to step in for Kanye, I think. I I, I think Kanye needs to spend some time in some walls that might be a little padded. I'm, I'm just saying. You can take Jada's ass, too. Um... 
Yeah, you, you, you can't get autism from a car accident. I was with a few firefighters last night, and I posed that same question to them. They're like, no, it can't happen. I mean, maybe if you got hit by the autism truck, maybe if there was a, a, a truck that was advertising, you know, a medication for autism, and it hit you, and the, the sign fell on you, you'd have autism that way. But not in your brain. I've worked with some some uh, type A personalities. I think we all know the most famous type A personality I worked with. And he fell short of this, but just barely. And a lot of you will say he had this, but I, knowing him the way I did, he did not have this. But Kanye does. Kanye has this sort of weird God complex. Like he's a surgeon. Like he's actually, because surgeons have that also. Um, if I'm Elon Musk and I get a text from Kanye and it's this way, I'm not going to text him back. I'm going to put him on block. You're fucking nuts, dude. Trauma and injury can actually cause neurodiversity conditions. Okay. Thank you, Ogre. I appreciate that. I'll stand up for you. He's probably claiming they gave him shots after the accident that screwed with him. Let's go with that. No, he's saying the actual accident did. But, hey, it's good to know that that could possibly happen. Oh, Kanye. You You just couldn't leave well enough alone just tearing up the rap world, huh? You didn't even try to go into the movie aspect of the world. No, 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 of course not. No, instead, you went absolutely crazy. Now, I have a couple of uh, big-time stories that we we can only answer with one sound effect, and that is... Duh! Duh! You work with someone with a god complex who thought he was a doctor? Yeah, I know, right? Kanye and Chandler Jones should get a gym <laughs> together and go bowling. Next, you'll tell me that gold dust really gets Tourette's from being electrocuted. No shit. All right. Um, I'm going to go with this one first. Because we, 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 we... Ask family, your fellow Americans are dumber than a box of hair. Now, granted, this comes from the University of Florida, and by the way, we do have a Florida story coming up. Whether it's a squeaky ball or a fluffy plushie, many dogs have a favorite toy. Now, I know that Bubba has a few favorite toys. But a recent study done at the University of Florida has revealed that 90% of dogs... Prefer food than toys. Duh. 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 So wait a second. You're telling me that dogs, dogs would prefer to eat food than to play with toys. 
What, what the fuck did you just say? I said dogs would prefer to play to eat than play with toys. Why are we spending money on this? What? Why? 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 Can Can someone please explain this to me? Why are we doing this study? I can't wait until the University of Maryland comes out and does a study. Every day that you live, you get older. In the study, the team put 10 pets' favorite foods and favorite toys head-to-head and found that a vast majority responded more strongly to the food. Adios, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. Reddit Kid says, shit, I just got Bubba new toys. Bubba will always take food over toys. Dr. Nicole Dory, the lead author of the study, said, I was surprised, but nobody looked at how dogs will work for toys versus food before. Well, the reason why they haven't looked at it is because we already know that. And by the way, the levels aren't even close. They show 10 dogs. This one dog named Finn showed no interest in toys versus food, but just food. I'm going to run a million-dollar study to find out if breathing air is beneficial to living. That's exactly what this is. Like, how how do you go in and get a grant for this? Do, do 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 you try to go to, like, Alpo and go, hey, we want you to pay for this study? Now, if Alpo pays for the study, they're fucking dumber than I thought. Well, what's the study? Well, we're trying to find out if dogs like food or toys better. Get out. And they say it's 90%. If anybody wants to be shocked, it's that there are 10% of dogs that like toys more than food. Arnie, wait, didn't you cut off Bubba's two favorite toys? No, they they disintegrated. They didn't necessarily get cut off. They got the shot and it goes... Junk looks like a bad pair now. How do you go home and if you're a college student and you go to this university? So, son, uh, what are you studying? Well, we're finding out, Dad, if, if dogs like food more than they like toys. I would slap my son in the face and go, I am not paying for this. I am not paying for your university fucking education to figure out something everybody in this neighborhood knows. You leave a squeaky toy out in the middle of the street, dogs ain't going to run to that. You leave a large pizza out in the middle of the street, dogs are running to that. Um... I think it's abuse when pet owners uh, always feed their pets and they get H-E-L-L-A fat and can't even stand up. Yeah, that's that's animal abuse. Uh, you think your pet is happy? Well, your, your, your pet might not be happy, but your pet's full. Uh, 
Better study done is does you, does your dog like you more than toys? Now, see that one would I wouldn't have a problem with the University of Florida doing that. Uh, here at the University of Florida, we're doing a very new uh, groundbreaking uh, research product. It's going to take like ten years and cost about fifty million dollars. Uh, we are we are trying to figure out is water wet. Christian says, I got a study for you. I want to study to see if goldfish enjoy going for walks in the park. Now, see, Christopher, I like where your head is. See, that that right there, I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot where your head is. See, that's like putting that's like putting condiments in Halloween baskets. Oh, by the way, I meant to mention this earlier. Uh, when, when I went to the ball game last night, I went with Tommy and his son. And uh, it was really cool at the end of the night. And I hadn't seen his son in a long time. So it was nice to see him, nice to talk to him, good kid, great kid. And we left. When we dropped him off, he said, it's good to see you, Mr. Arnie. He called me Mr. Arnie, and I think that's the coolest thing in the world because it shows a sign of respect. I like that a lot. It encouraged me for the younger generation. My dad has a best friend who's still alive. His name is Mr. Jim. I'm 52 years old, and I still call him Mr. Jim because he deserves that much respect. And for Tommy's son to call him Mr. Arnie, I thought that was awesome last night. I just wanted to share that with you. This study is way more important than studying how to cure cancer. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Let's not cure any disease. Let's find out if Bowser likes treats more than he likes toys. Well, damn it to hell, he likes the damn treats. Now, in a, a, another story that should just be titled, Duh. But here's the thing. I'm glad it's not under the, Duh. because that would mean people wouldn't do this. And I live for this kind of stuff. You ready? Experts warn against dangerous do-it-yourself lip filler trend. Online TikTokers have touted their self-injections of hydra, uh, hyaluric acid, a commonly used filler to the dismay of doctors everywhere. One woman boasted that her lips doubled in size for a cheaper price while using an at-home injection. And there's just pictures of these gals who, who have all kinds of shit, and they're, they're jamming it in their faces. Um, this isn't a story about the, the ills of plastic surgery. If you get plastic surgery, you get Botox. I don't care. It's your body. You can do what you want. Don't give a damn. But at least have a professional do it. I mean, when you go down to Rashida's house in the last apartment complex, and she's in 227, and you go into her apartment, and she's got a bunch of needles hanging out there with shit in them, saying, here you go, girl. Go ahead and just jam this in your lip. 
do-it-yourself surgeries or, or invasive procedures have never really been a good idea. It's like a do-it-yourself tattoo, probably not going to turn out the best. I still don't get lip injections. I, I, I don't understand why you'd want to stick a needle in your mouth. But people are doing it. And it's causing lots of problems. Duh. Um, a doctor says the first question you really have to ask is, how can you push a dermal filler whose physical properties are that of vicious gel-like jello through the skin? Here's the answer. It's not the size of the lips. It's the softness. Duh. Sorry. I, I apologize. You're out. Um, I think this is all stupid. That if you want to do any cosmetic procedure to yourself, have a trained professional do it. Don't go down to Rashida's house. Rashida never went to no medical school. I would imagine that Rashida would not know what side her liver is on. B. Coop says, are these for facelifts? I believe so. I believe the only filler for the other lips is Joe Murphy. Giggity. What are you doing tonight, Sally? Oh, I'm going to inject my lips with fucking Botox. Oh, I didn't know you were medically trained. Oh, I'm not. I dropped out of high school. That's why I'm working the streets with you. <sighs> I got, I got, I got. <laughs> See, keep doing it because that way you're going to thin the herd. It, the, the, and, and that's my only quest and my only goal is that you do thin the herd. Because you people are too stupid to fucking be in my society. I said it, and I, I'm not taking it back. All right, last story here. Oh my God. And we have to take a little trip. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. We do, and it starts with 29-year-old Nicholas Paloma. Poor old Nicholas. You know, I, I, I kind of feel bad for this kid. Kind of. Twenty-nine-year-old Nicholas Paloma was working uh, for the Clearwater Police Department, where he had been since 2018. What happened is leaving the authorities bamboozled. 
A pedestrian uh, was a, a stop of a 32-year-old woman happened early Sunday morning near Clearwater Beach Roundabout. Detectives and investigators have found out the woman was a tourist. And that's where Mr. Paloma came in. You see, the woman was jaywalking. She was a jaywalker, meaning she's crossing against the light. She's walking in a way that's not supposed to. And, and by the way, cops usually don't do anything for jaywalkers. Well, he told the lady that she could get in his car and said he could take her to a hotel where she could take care of the charges. All right. Yeah. Giggity, a giggity, goo. For jaywalking? You think you're going to get some puff for jaywalking? The chief of police there said that Mr. Officer Paloma made efforts to hide his location from police. Authorities were aware of the incident after responding to a dispute between the victim and a friend where she told them about what happened, saying, quote, it's intolerable in this profession and certainly in the Clearwater Police Department. Clearwater Police is asking anyone for information in this case and other law cases to contact them. So the dude wanted to do either the no-pants dance or he wanted to get some slurping going on. Boy, you're a dumb fuck. God, you're dumb. I tell you what, you want to get out of that ticket? Why don't you get out of them panties first? <laughs> Worst cop ever. And it's for jaywalking? What does he do if he gets you on a felony? I'm going to need to cut your head off. I collect them. Well, you're a felon. You're no good to anybody anyway now. Mr. Paloma has been placed on administrative leave and no previous disciplinary history was released. Okay, ass family, that does it for us today. I'm exhausted. I had a long night last night, lots of walking. Like I said, I had a park in goddamn Fort Worth, it seemed like. Uh, But we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Thursday-ass family, and adios, everybody! Well, I got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck. There ain't another like it, cause I had it made up. I can tell who's behind me, they give themselves away. Lay on their horn when they read this phrase. Honk if you honk it on. Don't you love to honk if you honk it on? A 
Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.